Home is behind, the world is ahead, and there are many paths to tread. Unlikely friends set forth on adventures throughout the Lone Lands. Their journeys will change the course of their lives and, perhaps, the fate of Middle-earth itself. This is The Unsung Tales, a one-ring actual play on the Happy Jacks RPG Network. Hello, and thank you for joining us for session number 14. Yes. I got it right. I got <laughs> 14 of The Unsung Tales, a one-ring actual play on the Happy Jacks RPG Network. Uh, to find all the sessions of this game, visit happyjacks.org slash unsungtales without the the. And to find all the shows on the Happy Jacks RPG Network, visit happyjacks.org. Uh, my name is Kimmy. I'm your lore master for this game. I use she, her pronouns. And yeah, we, we are 14 sessions in this game. This is amazing. Mm -hmm. And we're just getting in the deep end. It's so exciting. <gasps> so, all right, let's go around the table and introduce our players and characters. Let's start with Dave. Ah! I'm going to go. <laughs> As take you down may the have track. just heard, I'm Kadave. Uh, I'm playing Hanar, a dwarf of Durin's folk. We're both he, him. Uh, and. Now carrier of the Pearl Palantir, as I'm going to call it. Palantir. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> yes. It's delightful. Uh, and and like I said in Discord this week, uh, which if you're not there, you should join because it's fun. Uh, it, it's an awesome thing, right? Like everybody's all worried about it, but it's life changing <laughs> in the only the positive way. <laughs> like it's probably fine. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. So. We'll see. We'll see if he ends up trying to use it again. I don't know. He's been having thoughts, I think. <laughs> but yeah, there's nothing on the character sheet that that'll affect or anything. No, so not uh, affected anyone. Yeah, exactly. Right. No. Right. All fine. Hi, everybody. I'm Jay, and I play Burl Sausage Brandy Bottom, Hobbit of the Shire, and a messenger at that. Uh, we both use he/him pronouns. Um, and I think that's it. I'm really curious to see again if we make it to. You know, a very particular destination this session. <laughs> We're just going for a nice walk. Sure. Yeah. Hi, everybody. I'm Kai. I use he, they, and she pronouns. Uh, and I am here to play Erland of Mithland, a elf of Linden. There we go. Those are the words I'm looking for. Uh, <laughs> a captain elf of Linden who's just doing their most. Always. <laughs> <laughs> Hi everybody, I'm Sam. I play uh, Runa of Bree. She is a barding treasure hunter. Um, we both use she, her pronouns. Um, and I like to climb stuff and hit stuff with my sword. Um, and definitely not cause any chaos at all. <laughs> right. <laughs> all right. So last time on the Unsung Tales, you were on your way to Rivendell. And you thought for sure you were going to get there. Um, but... While going through the Shire, you had discovered some paw prints and things like that. Actually, that was like two sessions ago. But last time, you had to handle that. Um, so you fought three very large burned beasts, which are basically like huge wolves that also are, are like hot to the touch and can burn things and set things on fire. Um, and you were very successful in that battle. Although, mm. <laughs> we did have some pretty serious injuries, especially to Erland. Um, and uh, because of that, you decided to stay in um, Michael Delving for a little bit longer um, to heal and to kind of recuperate your yourselves after that very large battle. Um, 
and you did a like a very quick little fellowship session um, where you decided on your next things. And I think that's everything, right? Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Um, we will go ahead and, like we descri described last time, um, because of the great service that you gave to Michael Delving, you asked them very nicely if they would give you a lift to Bree so that we didn't have to have more of a <laughs> have a journey phase when we're about to have a huge journey phase. <laughs> so they did provide you a cart and a ride to from Michael Delving to Bree, which is not very far. Um, so you're able. We were kind of like fast traveling <laughs> to that place. So you are now in Bree. We're going to say that you arrived late last night. Um, you, we said last time, I think, that we'd stay at Runa's house again. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes, um, unless anyone specifically wants to have stayed at the Prancing Pony or somewhere else. <clears throat> no. No. Okay. no. No, no. All right, so we are going to have a bit of a scene before we take off on our journey phase because you have a whole bunch of really crazy stuff, and... Uh, Runa's family is very curious. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to see how we explain these things. Did we ever decide what we were doing as a fellowship for the fellowship phase? That was sort of my question as well. Yeah. I hadn't written we that We debated down. it back and forth, and I don't know if we ever <laughs> came to a final I don't think we ever landed on it. Answer. Okay. Yeah. So let's do that first. Yeah. So kind of continuation from our fellowship phase. Um, so this is ordinary. Um, we already cleaned up the shadow and things like that. So you just needed to, to choose your two undertakings. Um, gather rumors, your, meet your patron, ponder storied and figured maps, which is one of the things you were debating and discussing, study magical items, um, and write a song, which is the other thing you were kind of discussing because you can't both ponder storied and figured maps and write a song, but both have mm -hmm. pretty sizable advantages, especially if you're on a long journey. So that that was the thing you were you were debating between. Um, and I think had you chosen your secondary one? No, I think it would make sense to study magical items, but we don't know that Runa has this ring. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So so we can. I mean, look more at the. The seeing stone. Yeah. You don't touch it. But we know what the seeing stone is. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I'm not going to casually just pull that out in, in the no, Shire. I'm just, I, was, I was honestly just kidding. No, no. I just I want mean, you all to touch it again. I know. Legitimately, <laughs> it's a thing. I know. But, <laughs> uh, but I certainly wouldn't open the pearl here. Yes. Right? Like, whatever the hell chased us down the river. Like, mm. I don't want any of that coming to the Shire. Right. Mm. Hmm. hmm. Well, so the, the difference between, I'm going to read this out loud while you guys are thinking about yeah. things. So um, pondered, storied, and figured maps basically means they're spending time studying maps and, and tomes and information to help them on their journey. Until the next fellowship phase, you add plus one to all feet die rolls made at the uh, on the journey events table. So it's just really helpful. It means that um, they're more likely to get a higher score, which will mean the event is less stressful um, and less terrifying. <laughs> um, and writing a song, you can choose what kind of song you're going to write. Now, we sing songs all the time because they love music, but there's a difference between like, oh, we're singing a song and a song as far as the mechanics of a specific song. If you write a specific song, you can compose a lay that gives you a, a benefit or a buff for councils, a song of victory, which helps in combat, or you can do a walking song, which helps in journeys. 
So that was, you were all discussing doing a walking song, which mm-hmm. is for your journey also. So both Pondering Story, Storied and Figured Maps and writing a walking song have great benefits for journeys. Correct. Mm. Um, I have an argument for our freebie, still mm. being study magical items. Okay. Which is that even though we theoretically could all participate in it, it is a freebie specifically for the treasure hunter. Oh, mm. true. Oh, that's and, true. And if it's something that maybe you doing it detracts from our ability to do the other things, like maybe you're going off on your own or whatever, mm-hmm. that would stop us from then doing one of the other freebie ones. Yeah. I'm not opposed to that. Okay. Sure, that actually sounds good. Yeah. I'm down if that makes sense for everybody else. That makes mm-hmm. sense to me. It's fine. Yeah. And then we're just between the two that we're, we've been between this whole time. <laughs> Let's... Let's stick with the maps. Okay. Right. And remember it this time. And actually use it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's helpful. Okay. Um, I, I, yeah, it makes sense. It, it's mm-hmm. farther than I've ever traveled mm-hmm. in character, I mean. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it seems like an area probably most of us have not spent a lot of time in, so it would make the most sense to, mm. like, research. Mm-hmm. Like, makes sense. Out of character, I don't know exactly how they feel, but it never struck me that Rivendell was like a tourist destination, like that they're real welcoming to lots of people to come hang out. That whole thing in the movie with the river rising up to kill people. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know, they're not going to do that to like random traveler or like farmer guy that goes (laughs) out there and is like, oh, my cattle crossed the river. I'm going to go get them. Oh, one It's called the Hidden Valley of the Elves. Mm. Fair enough. I didn't know that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, and I'm glad you're along with us because, yeah, yeah, <laughs> we, we might be able to find our way there. Maybe, maybe not with me guiding. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that sounds good. I'm gonna move us to Bree. Is that uh, plus one on all rolls related to the journey because of the maps, or just the finding our way part? Uh, on the journey events table. Okay. okay. So when um, so when I'm rolling or when we're rolling for w- the events what specifically, yeah, then okay. you get a plus one on that. Okay. So this is after the guide makes the travel roll. Yes. So yeah. you've okay. all yeah. So you've made your rolls by then. This is more to kind of help figure out like what happens after that. Okay. So it's I helpful. Will, I will produce the map. And uh, on the journey events table, so for those of you listening and watching at home. The lower the number is on the die, you roll the the d12, which is the feet die. Um, the lower the number, those tend to be um, like bad, and then the higher the number, and it's one, it's nice thing. So like uh, eight to nine, you get a shortcut. A ten, you have a chance meeting. That's like a nice thing. And then on a Gandalf rune, you have a joyful sight, like a wonderful mm. thing. Mm-hmm. So that plus one, just like a little help, a little help getting away from the bottom, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is. Terrible misfortune and despair are at the bottom. So, yes. All right. Um, all right. Let's do that then. Uh, we already have our map drawn out since there's a road. <laughs> yep. Yay. It's a good, good choice there. Um, and if you notice, if you look very closely at the the road, even though there are some, um, like, like the the reddish-orange area, which are more dangerous. If you actually look very closely, if you zoom in, the road itself is still the the neutral wild color. Just very little, as long as you stay yeah. on the road. Mm-hmm. 
So be be aware of that. Oh, we're never mm-hmm. known to go looking for random things <laughs> off the road. What? Uh, what? Like, you? What could possibly go wrong? We're just standing in the middle of the road, terrified, and there's like a horde of trolls right there. <laughs> we're like, just don't move. <laughs> just don't look at them. If you don't move towards the side of the road, they can't reach you. I don't know how that's how that works. <laughs> <laughs> trolls only see movement. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um... Then let's go ahead and have that scene at Runa's house. Um, uh, let's go ahead first. So you have the the ring that you found, not the <laughs> ring, lowercase the a ring, a ring. A, ring. A, ring. Yeah, a ring. Sorry, very specific. I should say that. <laughs> yeah. A one ring. A ring. <laughs> a singular <Yeah>. ring. <laughs> uh, that we know is. Magical, and we know has some sort of uh, interesting properties about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's go ahead and figure out what it is. Ooh. So I'm going to have you roll. Okay. As soon as I find the packet that has a thing about that. Here we go. Um, yes. Uh, please roll a uh, a success I a d6 first. Okay. <clears throat> you. I shan't speak to them today. <laughs> <laughs> Five. A five. Okay, so that's going to how. Oh, of course you roll that one. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's good. Uh, it's, well, they. they how each, delightful. Strong each, start. Each section does like a, a a thing. Like one helps personality, one helps movement, one helps perception. And you rolled custom. So, oh. <laughs> so it's like that's less helpful, but cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so then go ahead and roll it one more time. Okay. Luckily, this whole section can be rings. So one. One. So, courtesy. So, you are going to have something that helps with courtesy. Interesting. Yes. Okay. Um, so, I've never used that. <laughs> As a mechanic I mean, or otherwise. <laughs> I mean, I've seen you in real life Here's sometimes. The question. Yeah. Runa, does Runa know what courtesy is? <laughs> she has two pips in it. Wow. Oh, okay. That's right. quite a lot of pips, actually. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So, on your, if we, if you're spending the um, time to study magical items, you don't know exactly what this this ring is. Um, it's you know it's very old. It's not Numenorian or any of their kind of legacy. Okay. Um, it, it's kind of hard to tell. Um, it, it it is very it's it's very basic. It's kind of bare. Um, it could be elvish. It might be like very old dwarvish. It's hard to tell. Okay. Um, and, uh, there's not a lot of like ornate design on it. Okay. Um, I think I believe I said last time it had a stone that was, uh, like a, a like a tire's eye mm-hmm. or something that was like a semi-precious stone on okay. it. So it's not like, whoa, look at this. But it's, uh, it definitely has some, uh, a little bit about it and, you think you think it helps, um, kind of, pull people in a, in certain directions. You think it kind of impresses mm, on okay. them, like makes them think you think better of the wear. Got it. So, which is kind of cool, but also a little sinister feeling. Like, mm. yeah, it's a little mind controlling. Yeah, mm-hmm. like like you're not getting a, like it's not feeling like a cursed item itself, but the uses of such a ring are a little like, oh, that's odd. Mm-hmm. So. That's what you know about it right now. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. Yes. Uh, all right. 
could possibly go wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Probably fine for me to wear around. <laughs> totally cool. I mean, it seems like something's going to come in handy as we meet important people down the road. Yeah, that's true. Yes. I actually look forward to Runa just fully schooling Erland on meeting people. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, like, he doesn't know why. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and you get 2D. Ooh. When you're using... Wow. Yeah, when you're wearing your ring and specifically, like, focusing on using it. Okay. For courtesy only. Wow. I see. Mm-hmm. Well, you should all be getting that, like, that same plus 2D when you're using your items that were blessed by the lady as oh, well. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It Just reminding. Invisible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> yes. Uh, all right. For sure, but it's also a bad idea to be like, hmm, welcome to Rivendell. I will hit you with my torch. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> I will light this tree city on fire. <laughs> That's why we didn't give you a torch of courtesy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you should be honored to meet me. Wow, dwarvish customs are very strange. <laughs> Some weird massage greeting or something. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, goodness. Who's, oh. by the way, who's at your place right now? Who's yeah, at, is who's it at, mom, yeah. grandma? Um, I think probably, well, Kimmy, grandma's definitely there. Mm-hmm. But whether, uh, um, uh, she was there last time, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like it's more fun to have her there, too. Okay. Okay. Um, right. So she's been back like a week from one of her, like, mini adventures. Um, and then, uh, so yeah, they're both there with you. Awesome. And so we'll say that you came in last night. They're kind enough and they, they're traveled adventurers. They know a bunch of questions are not what you want after coming in. And they could actually, um, you're probably still a little pale, even for an elf, Erland. I have a, yeah. I have, I still have that cane. Yeah. Like, it's staying with me for a little while, I think. Yeah. Like, you're you're healed mechanically, but as far as, like, there's still people who know you well are like, wow, are, are you all right? Like, um, yeah, how are the rest of you feeling? So you've, you've ridden in this cart from Michael Delving. Um, let's start, let's start with you, Sausage. We did you last, last time. Oh, sure. No, I feel, I feel pretty good, like, not having to ride or walk, you know? <laughs> Going on this journey and and just being able to kind of enjoy the sights, leading cheese along every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and I asked about who's here because I have a handful of trinkets and I pass them out to uh, you know that we got from oh, um, yeah. uh, from um, oh Mithlin. good lord Mith- Mithlin. Yes, yes yes from Mithlin. And um, how dare you not remember all the very I complex know names. I was like wait wait hold on the Grey Havens it wasn't <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, okay, okay, okay oh all right okay okay all right everybody has... live down south yeah. all yeah. elves yeah. Ha- elven places have like two to five yeah. names okay gotcha, gotcha oh yeah just okay. heads up when we talk about Imlandris that it's is Rivendell, Rivendell too gotcha. oh yeah place. I noticed okay. actually all right cool, sorry cool. I should probably be clearer on that sometimes no no worries um, um, but yeah I give them to you know to your mom and your grandma. And I say, well, this is from the seashore, actually. You know, I thought you might appreciate a couple of trinkets if, if you haven't been there any time recently. Yeah, and I just present them to them, thank them for their hospitality. Lovely. Um, how are you feeling about leaving the Shire right now? I, <clears throat> uh, mixed. So I feel nervous leaving the Shire because who knows if there are other threats there. But at the same time, I'm really glad to be moving this pearl um, out of its borders and to hopefully uh, more capable hands. All right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And as always, I'm always glad to be traveling with my friends. Mm-hmm. 
month. All right. Uh, let's do Erlen next. Erlen is finally kind of coming back to himself, I think, mm-hmm. um, after mostly taking the opportunity to relax and just kind of be prone for most of the time that we spent in Michael Delving. I think that um, outside of like trying to remember, oh, yes, I actually have to know how to fight and like focusing on the craft of being an archer. Um, outside of that, he pretty much did nothing. And sat there, didn't even read or any of that, just enjoyed everyone's company and was probably a little bit more social and more outwardly grateful for everyone's presence. Mm. Um, because that was close. So um, I think that while he seems a lot more subdued for someone who's already pretty subdued, he's actually a little more social, a little bit more present. Um, between being in Mithland and then being in Michael Delving and hanging out at the Bungboro, I think that he's feeling quite himself despite everything. All right. That makes sense. We'll do you last since you're, okay. we're at your house. So Fair. Yes. Let's go with Hanar. Uh, well, I think Hanar's happy to be on the move. Okay. Uh, I think he's been worrying about staying in one place too long, carrying this thing around. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, I, I absolutely would warn Runa's family that, like, a very tall, bearded elf may come visit at some <laughs> point. Okay. Uh, so, just as a heads up, like, I don't know when, but he seemed to be enthusiastic about coming. Uh, so, just, you know, I, I can't guarantee that we'll be here since we kind of roam the land, but, uh, you know, he heard about your collection of... of antiquities and was impressed and, and thought that it might do him good to go on a little trip. Yeah. And I'm sure somewhere in their Ireland would include that he's Lord Kieran, the shipwright of the Grey Havens and all of the like, <laughs> titles uh, and all the other oh, things sure, that sure. an extremely right. yes. eager A student would do. <laughs> yes. Just to make sure that they don't accidentally like insult one of the most important elves on the planet yeah. by being like, no, go away. Like, I think he would <laughs> let Hanar do the whole like proper friendly warning thing, but then also be like, and he's also the Lord of the Grey Havens, the main shipwright, and the, one of the last and oldest elves in all of Middle-earth. Yes. I think specifically, Hanar talks about him like a friend. Mm-hmm. Like, just yeah. just a buddy yeah. that I met down in Mithland and yeah. he mm-hmm. was interested in coming up here. So then, yeah, totally, totally. I love that. Yeah. It's like the overly, like, but not, like, Kyrdin behaved, like, that yeah. same way towards you. Very friendly, very chill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's like... What do we? No, these. No, Lord Kier. No, what are you? No. But with no correction, because I think he does yeah, understand yeah. that That's you guys true. have yeah. such an interesting relationship to the point where I think he's a little fascinated by someone that Kieran treats as a peer. Mm. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Okay. Uh, and Runa. Um, I think Runa is feeling better than she has in a while. We've okay. defeated those burning beasts, mm-hmm. which made me feel a lot better about all those things I saw when I probably shouldn't have touched that palantir. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I'm at my family home, surrounded by my friends, mm-hmm. so it's like she feel, feels a little bit back in her element um, and a little bit less like weight of the world, doom and gloom, mm-hmm. for sure. Yes. Um, why don't we 
start with uh, like at the breakfast table. Mm -hmm. So we'll say that you did warn them, like maybe when you came in last night, you're still kind of like riding the high of like being able to tell them about this amazing experience. Sure. Um, so you kind of told them that the night before. So we'll start with like a breakfast. Uh, we always start with like a breakfast. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I like food. We do. It's Food is important in all Tolkien literature. Um, there's lots of pages on food. Uh, so we're going to do breakfast the morning after you've arrived. Um, and so... Yes. Can it be like very salty oatmeal? Yeah. <laughs> 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 like, I was gonna surprise you. Yeah. <laughs> the so, needle tips the other direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's yeah. almost like grits, but wrong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, Not buttery. It's just salty. It's just salty. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> wow, this is an explosion of flavor. It's a flavor. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. So you have uh, uh, Valdis, who is your mother, mm -hmm. and uh, Ingrid, who is your grandmother. And, uh, yeah, so uh, Ingrid has made a, a very big spread for you. And you can definitely smell, like, oh, wow, like, it's got, like, like it's flavored. And you can, like, see, like, there's herbs and stuff on it. It's like, what has happened? Amazing. Um, and as you're sitting there, yeah, you take that first bite into like everything, and everything is just way oversalted. Like, <laughs> there's not pepper or anything else. There's a little bit of like other herbs, but mostly it seems like she has gone overboard and just found a whole bunch of different colors of salt. Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> like everybody who came through is selling salt. Oh, there's black salt and pink salt and this yellow salt and the salt you have and sea salt and. You know, mind salt and like every kind of salt there is. I think at one point, Erlen very like politely trying to show interest in what Ingress is doing is like, oh, where did you get the salt? And it's too many places. Yeah, there's just so <laughs> much like like this long explanation. She's very excited about it. Um, I'm going to liken it to something that's very out of tone. But like if you ask a kid about like playing Pokemon. Oh, yes. And then they just like go into this like spew of like all these different weird names and stuff. And I love Pokemon and I've like played like... OG back in the day, but now there's just so many, and it's just like a lot, and I'm old, and it's harder for me to remember now. <laughs> but that's what you get. I caught this and this, and I have this place, and I got this and this place, and this and this place, and this and this place, and this is really rare, according to the person who sold it to me, and I think it's a good deal. And like it's just like it's, half of it's like probably snake oil salesmen. Yeah. It's like they've sort of like like rubbed like some sort of like coloring on regular salt, and they're like, ooh, magical green salt from <laughs> the elven towns or whatever, and. So you just have a lot of salt, uh, and just a very charming. Keeps stealing the shakers from the ranting <laughs> from <home>. the <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, so it, like, it's a very like charming, whimsical, like endearing moment where you're all just like, oh, okay, oh, okay. <laughs> we kind of asked for this a little. Uh, yes. Uh, I find it delightful. Okay. <laughs> Do do dwarves have like very like salted food? Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like that. that makes yeah, a lot that of makes sense. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense <laughs> actually. Yeah. And I mean, it also makes sense that dwarves have blood pressure issues. <laughs> like they are very ready to be angry about stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like, All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. <laughs> awesome. Uh, <laughs> All right. I'm gonna do some energy. There's a joke somewhere in there about a salt cellar. Yeah. Salt cellar, and I'm trying to find it. It's not coming to me. No. But... <laughs> all right. Let's see. I'm actually going to have you all roll. 
can't find my little cheat sheet. We're gonna roll dice. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna roll dice. We're gonna start rolling dice tonight because we're gonna try and roll it a lot. Oh no. Okay. Oh, there it is. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna have you all roll. Um. Gosh, I always forget that there's not. Um, it's not like a performance skill. It seems oh. like there would be. There's courtesy, or. See, I feel like courtesy is like knowing what to do a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, we'll do courtesy. Like, why don't you roll courtesy? Oh, you favorite. use your new thing. Uh, to, to, to put on a brave face with this food. Huh. Yeah, I was beginning courteous. to wonder yeah. if we were going to yeah. like make constitution-like checks to withstand <laughs> the saltiness. Wow. This is really confusing every time it happens, but mm -hmm. that is... Oh, no, it's not. Okay. Yeah, the eye is not a failure. Well, no, oh. it's that I just make it because it was a seven or a one, and uh -huh. I thought it was a one, and it's a seven. Okay. Mm -hmm. I make it with one tangor, though. Oh, nice. Okay. You are amazing. Like, you like cool as a cucumber. Everyone loves Ingress. It's yeah. not hard. <laughs> You'd get through anything for this one. Yeah. I crushed it because I have four dice in courtesy now. Yes, you do. <laughs> and I got a tangor. Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wow. Um, like, your grandmother is so impressed by... Uh-oh. Oh, she's... The, being with the elves, like, really... Like, her manners are so nice. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just curious. Is there any kind mm -hmm. of noticeable yeah. weirdness or anything to it? Oh. Uh, I don't... I I don't think Ingrid would notice. Yeah. But as, I think the rest of you... As a not targeted person of the, you know, the attempt? I think because you've seen interactions between them so much. Like, if it was a stranger, maybe not. Okay. But because you've seen Ingrid and her granddaughter so many times, and she's like, she's a great grandmother, excuse me, but she's a grandmother still, so she's like, put your shoulders, honey. Come on, just like a little bit, like little <laughs> things. Oh, you're so amazing. Did you keep your head down while you were climbing that tower last time? Like, those sort of things. Um, like, suddenly, Ingrid is very, like, kind of, not like like kind of deferring to to Runa in a way that's a little different like oh well, like 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 your manners are so lovely and just a little bit like oh okay just a like she's never rude to Runa i don't want to give that impression no 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 but there's no, just kind of that like better. mentoring yeah, kind of matronly like a little bit like straighten up a little okay and that is gone I mean, for this moment the power balance is just a little bit like we've, we've, yeah we've grown in our travels of course yeah. we start deferring to you yeah. obviously yeah so that and that's probably what ingrid thinks too i mean she's you've been with the elves like obviously your manners and your courtesy have improved you've you know, and this is somewhere that I I would say that maybe Ingrith or um, Valdis may have gone to the Grey Havens like a little bit, but they probably have never spent a lot of time there. Mm -hmm. They probably have gone by and seen it, but not actually entered the city and definitely not like traded and bought things from the elves or things like gotcha. that. Because that's not really what they're after. They're treasure hunters. So while they might go by and they're like, you know, or they might have gone in, like into the city for just a moment to buy something or like supplies and then head back out on their travels. Um, they also probably wouldn't head that direction very often because all the people still live there. There's not a lot of, like, abandoned treasure and a place people have lived for a really, really, really long time. <laughs> so they... And whatever is abandoned there is still well protected by the people that remain. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's like, theirs, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like, Erland just leaves his house. Yeah, like, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> right. But, like, the elves that are still in town regularly would frown upon random people rummaging through empty houses. Exactly. And taking yeah, things. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's not like abandoned treasures that are, like, yeah. in, you know, crypts and things like that, yeah. which is more what your family kind of looks for. Yeah, exactly. 
Yeah. So, yeah, they, they, they find that very fascinating. And the fact that you got welcomed into this kind of mythical place is uh, impressive. Or maybe it's your brain. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> maybe I'm just impressive. Maybe it's a little bit of both. Um, yeah. Uh, Jay, what did you? Uh, it was a success for me. Okay, yeah, yeah. straightforward so, success. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So I'm I'm kind of quiet throughout the meal, <laughs> um, you know, and I'm 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 eating the food and I'm kind of like uh, looking at it like, oh, this is quite the meal. But really, uh, in reality, the salt is just drying me out so much that I can't talk. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay. Mm, mm, mm. Quite, mm. <laughs> Every bite is torture. <laughs> it is just you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but but I, I do love your mother and your grandmother, and I am not going to show them any kind of disrespect at all. Oh, that's so kind. Um, all right, a hundred percent, I failed. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yes. We weren't getting out of this. But... No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I kind of assumed since you're like, oh, I think dwarves like salty food. I kind of just assumed. No. Nope. I think maybe I went the other direction, and I'm just like, just oh, no, jamming <laughs> on the food. Like uh -huh. just, oh, I haven't eaten this well in ages. Ah, oh, just yeah, in a way that's like off-putting. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Like if you see somebody that's really enjoying a meal too enthusiastically, and yeah. you're just like. Well, that's, that's, I don't, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> They're like reaching for plates and you don't even notice they just like, pull the plate away from them. Specifically, when I, I was a kid, I remember being in a diner mm -hmm. and a gentleman at the table next to us ordered eggs over easy and he just scooped up the whole egg on a fork and went, oh, no. and just, gloop, and just like, dumped it into his mouth yeah, and didn't oh. chew, just swallowed oh, no. like, that like a thing and no. it freaked me out. And I was like, that man's trying to choke himself. That's... Like. That's one of yeah. the aliens from Men in Black. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Accurate, yes. So, but oh. It was a, a very specific memory, and I think that's kind of the way Hannah is eating. Like, okay. He's just like, oh! <laughs> yeah, all right, so... Uh, Stuff all in the beard. Yeah, just gross. Oh, yeah, so right. Ingrid yeah. is sitting there, and like she's trying to be polite, but she's not used to trying to be polite. <laughs> so, are you sure all of you went to visit the elves? <laughs> Of course, it was wonderful. It was a very long trip. Yes, it must be hungry. <laughs> All right, slow down. You're going to choke. Kenar, <laughs> so I know you have better manners than that. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. It's delicious. I'm I haven't eaten as like, well in ages. Just at you like, just... in the beard. Like your beard. You've got to got a yeah. little. <laughs> it's like. Uh... Holy! Yeah. <laughs> like just stuck in one of your brains, yeah. just like living there now. It's cradled yeah. in a brain. Uh, all right. Uh, so, is there anything anyone wants to bring up during this meal? So you're doing the you're doing the basic like we don't have to recount because I want to make sure we have enough time to get on our journey. Yeah. Uh, but like, you, you you, basically like, okay, you told her about what it was like in the city. You got to go on a ship ride. It's very exciting. Like, anything specifically about anything? Um, I think I would bring up the battle with the burned beasts. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. But like, that's something they would be interested in. And yeah. Ren is really proud of them, yeah. like, making it through that and like, conquering it. So, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Um, 
Have you been back here since your sword was blessed? We have. Have we? Mm. Uh, yes. 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 Okay. We yeah. did. Okay. So she, no. they're already aware of your blessed. Well, yeah. I don't know. They, I feel like they definitely noticed your sword, at least. The changes on your sword. Yeah. Yeah. But, um... And we're gonna bring up like cursed bird cages Volunteer. or magical wing or magical rings or seeing stones or specifically not. Okay. <laughs> I mean if somebody else does, okay, but not at yeah. breakfast. Okay. <laughs> okay. The bird cage is going into the archive. I'm not gonna carry that around for the rest of the game. Okay. It's not cursed anymore anyway, probably. Maybe. <laughs> um We took care of that problem. Well, you took care of that problem. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I do, I am going to ask her, like, aside about um, the letter I sent, about mm-hmm. what to do with a very powerful and probably cursed item. Okay, so we'll finish up breakfast. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe, uh, I don't know if all of you wanted to head to the Prancing Pony for some water. <laughs> <laughs> or, I think Erlen goes to the well and draws up okay. some water. Okay, I have something to quench your, quench your thirst after all that salt. Uh, I think yeah. I'd probably like retire back to the room and pen a letter myself. Okay. Um, so there's going to become like at some point you're all kind of meandering about, um, and where you get a moment alone with your mother or your grandmother or both. Um, probably grandmother. Okay, that's good because then I don't have to role play with myself. So yeah. thank you for picking one. <laughs> uh, so Ingrid uh, is sitting with you, and so there are most grandmothers like knits and things like that. She like. Bends and it makes chain mail. Yes. Mm-hmm. So she just sits with like her little pliers and does this. And she like, mm-hmm. like on her thing. It's me as an old lady. <laughs> Same. <laughs> it's super like. It's like, so relaxing. It's so relaxing. It's my favorite. I was just like when I was doing my big Barda cosplay, I just like out like days and weeks of it. And I was just mm-hmm. like, this is the best. Just put on a show. Yeah. Knit your right? metal. Yeah. It's great. Um, but so she's sitting there like making her, her chain mail. So what is it that you have... Oh, I have to do my old research. <clears throat> what is it that you want to tell me? I can tell you're holding something back. Did you get my letter that I sent? I did. I was wondering what exactly you were uh, referring to. Well, I'd like your advice, maybe, before I tell you what it is. That is very strange. It is very strange. She actually stops and like puts down her her chain mailing. So I'm I'm giving you advice before I know what I'm giving advice about. Yes. How much elven wine did you drink? <laughs> Almost none. Oh. Right. All right. Well, then I will do my best. So, uh remind me what she said. Oh, and she I asked her um what to do with a very valuable and dangerous, possibly cursed mm-hmm. item? Well, my first... Something that was precious. Precious, that's the... right, that's right. I was like, there was a special... Yeah. yeah. Well, my first uh, thought would be to make it not cursed anymore. If you can break the curse on it, that's the best thing to do. And then get it appraised. I mean, and then if it's worth too much, then... You know, maybe, possibly, you can sell it, or we can keep it in the archive here. What if it's worth so much that um, very dangerous groups of possibly not people would come after it if they knew you had it? 
Possibly not people. You mean like elves and dwarves? Or things. Wow. <laughs> Sorry, A I was rude. Meaning... <laughs> I was meaning like humans. Like yeah. she was trying to like Sorry. I knew you went down, but also <laughs> yeah, I apologize. Yeah. The yeah, my brain was thinking like Cuban, so I apologize. Yes. Uh like not just not humans, like not people. So monsters? What monsters are smart enough to come after an item once you've gotten out of their scent range? Mm-hmm. Oh my. Well, that is a conundrum. Is it possible to make it not cursed anymore? No. So if you have a permanently cursed item that is being tracked, that is worth a great sum of money. Well, now my advice is to sell it as quickly as possible. Get rid of it. Okay. Well, it's a, I mean, if it's worth a lot, then perhaps we, I mean... If it's such a cursed, terrible thing, at least we should make some good come of it. That is kind of what I thought. Get it into the best hands possible, at least. Yes. I, I, why, why did you not leave it with the elves when you were at the, the Grey Havens? They already have one. <laughs> they already have one. We've already got, got one. one. <laughs> We've oh. already got one. Get <laughs> Okay, I don't know. It's very nice. <laughs> okay, maybe you can help me with this. How, how, like, is it common knowledge that the Palantir is in, uh, that, that Kyrdin has a Palantir? I don't think so. Okay, yeah, I don't think so either. I think most people who keep them are keep them pretty secret, but if you know what you're looking for, yeah. which maybe Ingrid does, people with t- high towers tend to be the ones that own Palantirs. <laughs> There's That's a team. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm going to roll a six, a d6. Roll high, she knows what that is. Nope, it's a one. Oh, <laughs> she's doing her most, okay? Yeah, she's doing it. I mean, it's also, like, way out of her wheelhouse. It's yeah. not something she's interested in, like... While she's interested in, like, old lore in some ways, it's more about, like, human lore, and that's something that's way in the realm of, like, weird magical stuff that also is a little like bit being interested in the telephone and, like, the conversation that was had. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Um, so she does not know about the Palantir at, uh, that Kierden has, so... They already have one. Well, uh, I guess then you should see if maybe the dwarves or the elves, maybe they'll bid on it. I mean, both would probably be able to keep it very safe. Didn't those... I heard something about a bunch of dwarves, like, defeating a dragon recently. If they can do that, I mean, it seems like they could probably keep whatever it is you have safe. That does seem like a good option. (laughs) Given the lead of that fight, not so much. <laughs> My uh, companions and I were considering taking it to the elves next. Ah, I had originally thought maybe we should we should keep it here, but I don't want to put anyone here in danger. Well, I mean, m- might I see it? I don't think that's a good idea. She's very annoyed at that. <laughs> Young lady, I was hunting treasure since long before you or your mother were born. I know how to take 
care of myself, and I know how to treat dangerous magical objects. And you've taught me well, and I know that as well. But I touched it, and it was a very harrowing experience. That, like, changes her demeanor. Like, the fact that her granddaughter was, like, harmed by this thing, that she stops worrying about her kind of, like, curiosity. And, like, she come, she comes next to you. She, like, puts down her thing, comes next to you and, like, touches you. And you're like, are you all right? I'm okay. But I don't want what I saw to be something that you experience. Very well. You have had the best training available. That is true. She kind of grins at you. Your friends are taking good care of you. Of course, and I take good care of them. Yes, I'm sure. Well, the only reason I would allow you to continue in this endeavor is because I like them very much. Don't tell them that. <laughs> I won't. I'm sure they're completely unaware. I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure they know because I do such a great job cooking for them all the time, but I don't want them getting big heads about it. But we'll make sure they're very humble. Yes. Do take care of yourself, my girl. She, like, takes your hands. Your mother and I have been very lucky. And I hope you have the same luck as well. Can't help but worrying, even though I know how capable you are. I know. But I have the best advice and upbringing I could possibly have hoped for and the best companions. It will be all right. It's a good combination. She kind of does, like, the under-the-chin, like, mm -hmm. little thing. All right, well. Enough of this. And unless you need more advice about things I'm not allowed to know about. No, but I do want to show you this cursed birdcage. <laughs> oh! <laughs> so, like, he looks at it, and she does actually know about this, um, and she gives you the same information you got from, like, three people already. That it's from, like, this prince, you know, his giant horde that's rumored to be lost up in the mountains somewhere or something like that. And this one I'm going to leave in the archive okay. and, like, you know, she can help me log it in and, like... Yeah. Uh, so it's uh, it's from uh, Key King Arvin Dewey's uh, giant horde, um, and he was the king of Arth Ar Arthedi, mm -hmm. which is one of the kingdoms that um, Arnor originally... Sorry, I got away from the thing. That Arnor originally bro was broken to multiple kingdoms after generations and having more than one child when you're a king ends up making that happen a lot. So, yeah. Uh, there you go. Cool. Yeah, it's pretty and she cool entry it's pretty, for Yeah, and she loves your story about that. <laughs> like the, the creepy, like, nobleman who's like, it's too late. And then, yeah. All right. Nice. Awesome. Uh, other scenes that we want to have before we go? I would uh, I would fold up the letter and the necklace that I got mm -hmm. from the elves and send it back home. Okay. Oh, yeah. Before we head any farther away. Okay. Absolutely. And you're sending that to um, uh, the lady who Gail helped you. Gail Sharpstone? Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, very good. I think Erlen just spends the rest of the time finishing those books, okay. uh, the journals and things that he was binding. Perfect. All right. Very good. Uh, then we will bid Bree a fond farewell, um, moving on to new adventures, journeying, and less salt. Mm. <laughs> a reasonable Dang. amount of salt. Reasonable amount, yeah. yes. Rehydrating before yes. we leave. Yeah. <laughs> lots, lots of well water. Yes, absolutely. 
<laughs> All right. So looking at our journey map, we are going to be traveling along that road. Sorry, I keep leaning away from the, the Great East Road. The Great East Road on our way to Imladris <laughs> slash Rivendell. Um, all right. So everyone needs to pick their uh, chosen role. Once again, you can be the scout, lookout, hunter, um, or our guide. We generally have stuff. We've done this enough times now. We kind of have like set roles, but let's say it out yeah. loud anyway. Hunter. Hunter. Okay. I have not been guiding well. Okay. Historically, <laughs> that doesn't go well. Uh, why don't I take guide then? Okay. A pretty decent one. Um, I, I am good at. If if you have awareness. That would be wise. I have a lot of awareness. That's great. So I will take Scout. Okay. Fantastic. Perfect. All right, then let's have our guide roll travel. Okay. Oh boy, so not great. Uh oh. Okay. Uh, we're on a road though, so make uh, sure extra you just want to right? Yeah. We're on a road the rest of the way too. Uh oh boy. Uh, that is only a 10 out of 11. <gasps> so. No! All right, so we are uh, two hexes away. Okay. So we move. Uh, yes. Um, and I'm going to have you, since you were our guide, I'm going to have you roll a um, uh, a d6, please, for okay. me. One. A one. Okay, that means it's the scout. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So scout, please roll for me a, a, a feet die. You're gonna um, add okay. plus one, and this is but the now new I one. Get the new thing. Yeah, you get a plus you one. You and I have it. the same thing. Well, no, uh, I took the Elven memories Ooh, okay. of ancient times, so I get to roll two. Okay, so you also add plus one to whichever one you end up choosing, because right. that's from our thing Map you just got in your Lord, fellowship. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Rock up. Oh no. I mean, it's not great, but I got a five. A five. Oh. Uh, cool. It's, it's better than a three. It is. The other. Yeah, much better than a one, or you know, the eye. Uh, so, a five is a mishap. So, you all take two fatigue. Yeah. Oof. yeah. Did we rest off all of our fatigue? Yes. You did. We did, okay. yeah. So, all the fatigue is back to For the five beginning. seconds, I yeah. was not fatigued. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, technically, like, your whole time in break. So, it's like, hypothetically. I spent it injured, so. Yeah, that's true. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. Um, so, uh, a mishap. So, describe what mishap happens just as you're starting to head out. Hmm. I feel like there's. I don't know. Well, I because I'm, I'm like I'm trying to think of something that isn't good, but we're also super close to town. Still. Yeah, I mean, plenty uh, of things happen in Bree that aren't savory. Mm -hmm. Sure. Um. Yeah, you know, let's. Uh, Maybe there's some not so up and up individuals that don't necessarily like Runa's family. Okay. And they've seen us there oh. a lot of times. Uh and so maybe they have decided to to <clears throat> waylay us in some way. Okay. So I'm going to have you roll uh you're the scout so please roll explore for me. Okay. This is my new order of doing this cuz I feel like it's a little bit more narrative and more interesting. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and we're on a road, so I still get an yes. extra die, right? Okay. Oh, and one escape. Behind. I'll take it. 
Uh, I totally made it, but nothing extraordinary or bad. Okay. <laughs> so. So that's good because that means we don't gain uh, an extra day to the journey or uh, an extra fatigue for you. So, uh, yeah, we'll just say that there's a mishap that was avoided narrowly. Um, yeah, like they maybe they cut a tree and left it over the road to be in the way to slow us down so they could try and ambush us. But I managed okay. to be like, oh, hey, there's a tree down over there. Let's just go. Slightly around. Okay, I like that. <laughs> At a time. Nice. Very good. Uh, all right. Uh, let's go ahead and do this again. Same rolls for everyone? Okay. Yeah. Sure. All right. Uh, uh, does anybody mind if I burn a fellowship point on this roll? Go no. for it. Okay, thank you. Let's increase our chances of getting a better roll here. Uh, let's see. Well, that was... Oh, I got an eye, but you know what? That's still a success. I got a uh, 15 out of 11 with a Tang War. Okay. Whoa. So that means we get to go four hexes. Great. Okay. So we get three for the success and plus one more for the Tang War. Um, and then if you will roll a d6 for me, Jay. Oh, six. A six. Very good. So that means it is our hunter. That's me. Hey, yes. All right. So Runa, if you will roll a feet die for our journey okay. event table. And don't forget, you get to add one to whatever your result is. Okay. Three. Okay, is that a, a the feet die? Oh, wait. Yeah, not, not a D6. success die. Yeah. Okay. The D12. I don't know which one's which. That's fine. You gotta say the number. Yeah, that's fine. Right. Seven. A seven plus one? That's including that's the, the one. Th okay. Yeah. All right, so another mishap, possibly. Um, so go ahead and roll hunting for me, please. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I roll favored for hunting. Mm -hmm. Oh. Is that a good or a bad? Mm, that's a bad. Uh. Oh, no. I didn't make it. Okay. I didn't get any bad things, but I didn't make it. Okay. Um, so you take one additional fatigue. So everyone takes two. Okay. Bruno, take you take three. three. Okay. Um, and we also have one additional like day to the journey. Sorry, guys. So just to ease how this works. Let's just go ahead and move our our dot back one hex. Sure. I feel like that's easier than like remembering at the end to add one. Mm -hmm. mm. Alright. Perfect. Oh wait, was I supposed to get an extra die for being on the road? Yes. An extra D6. Yeah. An extra D6. Wouldn't that have made a difference? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Wait, let's see. Do it. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Still missed it by one. Okay, wow. the dice I got are like three ones yeah, on that roll. Wow. My dice are like your feet. I were like, yeah. The rest of your dice. No. no. We said what we said is <laughs> what they <laughs> mean. Yeah. All right. Uh, next one. Okay. Oh, oh let, uh, let's talk about our mishap. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so you're out hunting, and I'm going to say that you. Um, You're going to have a, a moment where you think you see some sort of very large bat kind of figured like up in the trees above Ooh. you. So um, maybe you, if it's okay with you, maybe you are like, oh, uh, that's not good. I'm leaving. Yeah. So you head back. There's not any food for that night. Oh. And it's like kind of just a little bit of a, a moment. So you're all a little bit on edge too. So you're all like watching. Yeah. So there's no other signs of the thing that was following you 
number of sessions ago now, mm-hmm. but um, but yeah, you're still like a little bit on edge now. Okay. And maybe you saw something, and maybe you didn't. Damn, Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Always Sorry. ruining things in Could be a man Middle Earth. <laughs> yes. Man-bat. In this world? Oh, sure. So many That's things. true. I'm a lot more likely it's a man. Yeah. Uh, okay, next day? Uh, next. next next segment. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm burning a hope point. Okay. And here we go. Okay, let's see. Ten. Uh, I'm certainly going to make that. Uh, it is just a regular roll success. Okay. So that is three hexes. So that is representing three days of travel. And if you'll roll a d6 for me. Okay. Five. A five. All right, so that is my our hunter again. Okay. Ooh. So if you'll roll the d12, please. Thank you. And you will add one. Two. Two. Oh, right. Dang, can you do something other than ones, please? <laughs> rough. That's really rough. Wow. Okay. Maybe we should change that tomorrow. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, then please roll a hunting for me. Okay. I love how you're like afraid to touch your dice. You're like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to pick which ones are mad at me. Yeah. Oh, wait. I get an extra one. Yeah. <laughs> That's their secret. They're all mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> they're all mad at you. No. <laughs> Okay. They said they're not mad now. Okay. Um, so I made it with a Tanguar. Okay. Nice. Oof, that's good. Uh, so um, we're going to say you're out hunting again a few days later. Um, and you actually, like, very clearly get, like, a glance at, like, something. Um, I don't want to give the impression so much of, like, a, like, vampires. But, like, you know how vampires... Like pull like and bats too like pull their wings in about them oh mm-hmm. like like and like kind of shroud themselves in it like a, someone like a cape or something mm-hmm. so you get uh, you're out hunting and you uh, maybe only because don't you have extra like notice I do my sword gives me uh, plus two d to okay. awareness we're gonna say it's only because of this bonus awareness you have from the lady of Anuminus. Uh, but you're going through and you're hunting like normal and you kind of look to the side and there's like this outcropping of rocks that has like not quite a cave, but like there's an overhang. So there's some, some shelter there and you see like something in the dark, like that looks like it's got like things wrapped around. It's definitely not like it, it's humanoid, but not human or elf mm-hmm. or dwarf or hobbit. And it's just, it's you can't really quite make out what it is, and it does not think you can see it. It is only because of the oh. blessing of the lady that it's it's watching you, and you know it's kind of like stalking or following you, but it does not think that you saw it. Okay. Yikes. Yeah. Yeah. Not great. No. Uh, definitely going to tell everybody about that thing. Yes. Oh, uh, one thing. I do want to recon thing, something real quick. Um, can we say that Ranyar stayed in Bree? Oh, yes. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think probably. that's probably, yeah. I don't think, yeah, Ranyar, uh, he would probably not go with you to Rivendell, honestly. Yeah, that makes sense. So, like, for reasons. <laughs> so he was, like, very clearly, like, wanting to stay and chill out with your grandmother. And, I bet Ingrid is delighted. Oh, so delighted. And so is Ranyar. Ranyar <laughs> is getting so much salty food and he does not care. <laughs> um, but you may have, like, 
if you paid attention, you might have noticed that, like, Ranyar was not going to go to Rivendell with you. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't really an option. It was just like, hey, no. Stay here now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, and, like, when you're like, do you want Do you want to go to Rivendell? Mm. 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 <laughs> like, doggy, no. <laughs> it just puts his head back down. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, that's nice <laughs> for you. Yeah, it, it's like that little, like, and then puts his head down. Like, no. Fenris does that. Uh, my mom will watch him sometimes uh-huh. when I'm on the East Coast, and he's not a morning dog. And she'll be, she is a morning person, and she'll yeah. be like, Do you want to go outside? And he like picks his head up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's like, exactly like the disdain Absolutely for not. going to Rivendell is very palpable on this dog. Um, so, yeah, anyway, just because I was like suddenly like, eh, I feel that would become a, a dicey yeah. situation. Um, okay. But yes. Neither Ranyar nor your patron would go to Rivendell. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. Uh, yes, yeah, so you have this and this thing. And we're going to say it. Uh, it's uh, if you had failed the roll, you would have gotten one shadow point. So Ooh. everyone is taking two fatigue for this okay. event, though. All right. Um, and she would definitely tell everybody over dinner about <laughs> this thing. With wings, question mark, that I saw. Was it upside down or was it right side up? Right side up. Okay. Mm. And it was kind of like crouching. Oh. It was a little bit, it was like wrapped itself and like pulled, hunched down a little bit. Um, You don't know if it's that size. You don't know if it is built in a way where it has to like maybe sit like sit or like a dog mm. or something. Um, or if it was like trying to like make itself smaller to hide itself. So okay. it's, you couldn't quite get a proportion on it because it's a weird looking thing. Yeah. Creepy. I don't like that. No. Um, All right. Next. Okay. Yeah, should I continue to guide or do you want to switch it up? Do you want to change stuff around? Yeah, we can switch it up. (laughs) If you want to guide, I'll take lookout. I can can try and guide. Let's go. (laughs) It's not a travel section if I don't try. Accurate. (laughs) Does it Um, go well? No. No. We're kind of at an important turn here. If we go wrong, we go off into the danger zone. <laughs> that is accurate. <laughs> the grin on your no face. No pressure. <laughs> hey, it's a good thing we roll favored. I actually succeeded. Oh, it's a miracle. <laughs> um, yeah, we do it. I succeeded very well. Excellent. All right. Uh, and how, did you get any Tanguars? No, okay. just a straight success. Perfect. We're not going to push it. <laughs> okay, yeah. So we go three hexes. And we get to stay on our nice little road. And if you will please roll a d6 for me. Oh, there we go. D6 or d12? Uh, d6 for the first thing. Okay. Three. A three. That means it's our lookout. Okay. So if you'll roll a d12 for me. Yeah, let's go. Just a d12. Yeah, uh, and with a plus one, right? No, no, no. Oh, I'm not wait, no plus oh, yeah, yes. Yeah. Am I rolling the d12? Because you were rolling. No, wait. I have it backwards. You're fine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we, yeah. we just add a plus one. Yeah. So, right. yeah. so you, yeah. That's a three. With the plus one? Yes. All right. Big money. Woohoo! Yeah. All right, uh, then please roll awareness for me. Okay. Um, let's see. Well, right, and I get the plus one uh, success. Because we're on a road, yes. Oh, that's pretty good. So let's okay. see. 6, 11, 
Uh, it is a great success. Oh, okay. Um, any uh, Tangwars? One Tangwar. One Tangwar. Yeah, okay. Great success. All right, that's good. Uh, so you're all going to take two fatigue. Uh, you do not have to take any shadow points. Congratulations, Sausage. Yay. Um, but you also, like, at one point while you're looking out, you, like, see this uh, this thing, too. Okay. Um, for you, I'm going to say you're, like, walking a little bit ahead on the road as the lookout. Um, and you see it, um, like, way up ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, and it it's it's like like almost so far away you might think it's a person wearing like a cape or something and then it it kind of turns and you see like it we'll say it's like at dusk and it's kind of got these like large eyes that are mm. just a little bit reflective so it's like when uh like a cat looks at light or something or you take a photograph and you've got like that like reflection, mm-hmm. um, the midnight mass eyes. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and then uh, it like turns away, and then it like either jumps or flies like up and over, and then into the trees. Okay, I let everybody know that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I say, was this on the road? It was, was like standing on the road. It was not. It was like off okay. to the side of the road, but way, way far up ahead. You don't know if it knows, like it was so far away that you're not sure it knows that you saw it. Okay, I'm going to say, uh, as we travel on the road, let's let's keep onto this side <laughs> and away from those trees on that other side. And uh, yeah, I will I will lead everybody through, mm-hmm. maybe a little slowly, a little more slowly, a little more aware. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's keep an eye out. As we're traveling, Erland starts to become a little bit tired. We are okay. getting to the edge of my endurance. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. All right. So next day, who is our guide? Marilyn, you wanna, yeah. yeah, yeah, go, well, for, it. go. go for it. Hey, that is a Gandalf rune, so oh. I definitely Ooh. succeed, mm-hmm. but nothing else to write home about. Okay. Well, I mean, the Gandalf rune is amazing, so I'm going to give you a plus one, like a Tanguar was there, too. Um, so you get a success, so it's four hexes. Nice. Ooh, almost there. So, yeah, that's very exciting. Uh, and then, uh, Erland, if you will roll a d6 oh, to see who is our event target. Five. Five. Back to you. Hunter That's again. me. All right, please roll a d12 okay. to find out what events you're rolling to avoid. <laughs> For a while. <laughs> Eight. Oh, good. Okay, and then is that with the plus one? No, nine. Okay. Mm. So you find, uh, well, you have to roll a success first, hopefully. So roll hunting, okay. please. Right. And you can spend a hope if you want, because it's a really good thing. If you find get it. You know what? I will spend okay. a hope. The roll succeeds. You reduce the length of the journey by one day. Oh, oh. that's awesome! So, um, or do you want to burn another fellowship point on that instead of spending? Your um, I'm sure. for that. Yeah, yeah I could yeah. use a fellowship yeah. point yeah. for that. Well, the fellowship you you can re re. You can oh, sure. Yeah. So you have okay. to burn a hope, but then you use a fellowship yeah. to yeah. like there we to go. Yeah. Well, It's a little it'll, circular. It'll but be all the same. Yeah, it's the same. I just want to be clear that like we know how the rules go. Yeah. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> oh. I got the 11. 
Oh, <gasps> that that just counts as a one. That just counts as a one. Yeah, that's okay. that's not a automatic oh, okay. failure. Um, I know it feels like it should be with the Gandalf rune being the success, but yeah, yeah. It's only it only means it's just a one. Okay, so I can't do math. Oh no. Um, it's okay. Thirteen. Thirteen. Yeah, I missed it by one. I do not oh, succeed. No, you do not mm. succeed. Okay. Well, that's Sorry, all right, guys. Uh, you all get uh, one fatigue. Um, nothing bad happens. Uh, you just don't find a shortcut. Wah, wah. Yeah. Um, but we're Dice, close. Why are you so mad? I will make it barely. Okay. Um, all right. So. I think, like, specifically tonight, I'm like, so I've heard this river's a problem. Oh, only to enemies of the people of Imladris. That's great. And if I'm honest, I don't know the incantation or anything to do with the magics surrounding it. Oh, it's like an active thing. Yes. It okay. was wrought by people that are not of my direct kinship. Well, that's, that's fine. I... <laughs> My concern was that the river thought for itself. I don't think so. Okay. That's I mean, less to concerning. some degree, most water in the world has a bit of a thought behind it. That's even more concerning. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't worry, worry all he, water things. He glanced this down at his canteen, like, worriedly. <laughs> hmm, all, all right. right. But, okay. So what's going to happen at this point, I was going to happen next, but because this is such a perfect moment, um, so to find Rivendell, like because of this enchantment, there's actually uh, an enchantment on the whole area to try and keep people from finding it unless you have a proper guide who knows the way, which you do not, sorry, um, uh, or if you've actually had an invitation from Elrond, Oops. Uh, which you don't. <laughs> so... Um, uh, for all you, Kirtan maybe have sent word, but you're not sure. Mm. And no one's come to meet you, so, you know. Um, so, as the company nears the valley, a scout must make a scan roll to find the white stone path. If the scout is an elf, the roll gets plus 1d. Uh, if they've never been to Rivendell before, the roll loses 1d instead. So that kind of defeats the purpose there. Have you ever been to Rivendell? I think Erland has... That makes sense. Like, it seems like you could have. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But I don't know that he would have, like, knowingly sought out any kind of puzzle or anything. I think he would mm -hmm. only go if it was like, and now I'm here. Yeah. And not like a, I must make a journey to <laughs> Rivendell. Yeah. I feel like, uh, Planning. Yeah. Um, yeah. We'll say that you've been... That makes Maybe sense. Maybe with to me. the com in the company of others. Yeah, and it seems like I mean, elf elven children are so rare. It seems like you'd kind of be like, these are your family. Like you yeah. probably have been taken at some point, even if it's like not like super close relatives. Like most elves that are still in Middle Earth are somehow related, related to each other. Yeah. So it feels like like the the event of a birth would be such a big deal that you probably. At some point in your first, you know, few hundred years while you were still a little wee babbin, um, barren, sorry, uh, would be, like, taken sure. there at some point. We'll yeah. say that. Um, so you have 
very vague memories. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's that, that kid before they learn how to drive. Yeah. Like, I remember how to get mm. places. Yeah yeah. 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 Sort of like that first time you went to like an amusement park or Disneyland or something. And exactly. you have very, very clear memories of like very specific things. And the rest is like, that's there. That's I, there. I have no mm. idea. I yeah. have no idea. I ate food when I was there. Yeah, exactly. Was so that, that type of thing. Um, so we'll say that you don't lose 1D. Um, the scout can also make two rolls each day. And each set of failures represents a day spent searching among the gullies and ravines. So this is not something that you have, like, one shot at. But you are going to have to take, like, multiple days. And we are going to say that you can't just stay along the road and have, we like, have to yeah, you're going to have yeah. to kind scout of around. scout a bit into the dangerous red ground um, area. Just a, as a proposal, can I get the I've been here before bonus? Oh. No. Okay. Because you looked to the west. Fair enough. So you have lots of very distinct memories of things of Valinor, and actually long before Rivendell existed. Okay. So, yeah. Cool. But that's a good call. Like, it's a good try. I, I applaud that. I actually had no idea. I mean, you know, yeah, of course. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> out of character. I have no idea how long Rivendell this has been here. Rivendell is one of the newest elven settlements in Middle-earth. Yes. Ah, okay. Um, Elrond's like a real estate developer. Kind <laughs> of, yeah. A little, yeah. Fair enough. Um, so, uh, so yeah, so, and, and also you just, you didn't look this direction. So even the older settlements or the things that have like a lot older history that may have been here at the same time the trees were in Valinor, you're not going to have knowledge of that because you did look to the West, which is why you Check. didn't get shadow points. Check. <laughs> so. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Luckily I'm good at scanning. Wait, you don't have to. It could be I anybody. Said, I, oh, I thought oh. you said the scout. Yeah, you said the scout. Mm. Uh, you can choose. This is like a new thing. This oh, is like. Oh, okay. So you oh, can choose. Yeah, this is like a separate role. Fair enough. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna call it that way. There's not like specific directions, but I feel like, I guess it says the scout. Yeah. We can change tomorrow. Yeah, I still feel like that. I feel I, like this needs to be a role outside of the normal journeying table. Fair enough. Because this is going. what's going to give you the... Because I mean, scan isn't the scout role role Yeah, anyway, it doesn't but, make sense. Yeah. But I will put to the group that I am fairly good at scanning. I've got three dice in it. So. Mm. Nice. Sure, go for it. I've only got two. I've got two and favored. I only but... vaguely recall being here. I could try... It might not go well. <laughs> Why don't you try? Okay. I'm going to look for it. Okay. Find the elves. I missed it, but I got a Tengwar. <laughs> um, I, I didn't find it very well. <laughs> uh, you... Uh... We'll say... It would have been fine if not two of my dice come up one. Mm -hmm. yeah. You yeah. cannot... You, you do not get into the valley. You you notice a pathway that looks like something in part of your vision. Like it has kind of the same style as something you saw. Um, so you can get a little bit farther. So I'll let you move one hex closer. But you are not in Rivendell. Does that make sense? Sure. You're like on the little... The hexes surrounding Rivendell. We're looking down, and the cliffs is actually where it is, and we're yeah. looking down at the water below. <laughs> we're doing real good. Yeah. Um, so, and it, it's still hidden, so you're not able to see the things, but... Uh, sure. Yeah. Uh, but you are a little bit closer because of your tanguar. Not a success, but a cool thing. 
All right. Um, so you now, I'm also going to have you, uh, you're going to have to leave the road to find mm -hmm. your mm -hmm. way here. So you can decide whether you'd like to go north or south. I, I just put us to the south. But oh, I yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Um, as long as you're not on the road, that's no, fine. No, we're not on the road anymore. Okay. So you will now be, uh, I'm going to have you roll uh, a journey. Uh, we won't roll travel, like the actual travel, but I am going to have you roll on the event targets. Does okay. that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Okay, so um, one of you roll a d6, please. Anybody? Not, yeah. Two. Two! All right, so it's going to be the scouts. Aha! <laughs> I'm not giving up! <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, so you need to roll uh, a d12 first, so you're going to roll just to see what's happening in this hex. Right. You still get a plus one. And my other and bonus. Yes. So I got a 10. A 10! Oh. oh, okay. So you have a chance meeting if you succeed. Ooh. So that could be someone who will bring, be yeah, your guide. I really to, hope yeah. so. <laughs> so please roll uh, Explore for us. It's not. It's just some random guy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, would you like to buy some Yeah, some I'm going to have you Are you looking for... You know, it's going to be winter soon. You might want extra fur. I've got pink salt. <laughs> <laughs> it's the hurt of you. <laughs> it's you. Sold a whole bunch to Lady and Bree. Yeah. <laughs> I come out here to replenish my supply. Yeah. Famous elvish tree salt. <laughs> All right. Yes. All right. Yay. Uh, uh, Gandalf plus. All oh, right. Wow. Yeah. But no Tangmar. Okay. That's all right. Um... All right, so on your chance meeting, if the rule succeeds, uh, fatigue gained is zero. Hey. And um, we're going to say that you were making camp for the night. Um, and uh, how about, is it okay if you were singing? Oh, sure. Always. Yeah. I mean, that's okay. kind, of, kind of our jam. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that um, everyone roll awareness for me. Two Tanguar. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Very good. I definitely succeeded. Okay. Um, so those of you who succeeded, you're sitting and singing, and you suddenly feel like you, you know you're being watched. Um, it doesn't feel malevolent in any way. Um, and you probably can guess that the elves of this area probably are keeping watch on the area around mm -hmm. their, like, very private, very, you know, sacred city. Um, so, what do you do? Is it just Erland who succeeded? No, I, I oh, succeeded. Okay. I failed. Okay. I also failed. Okay. Oh. So the two of you, uh, Erland and Runa, know that you're being watched. So I think uh, as we're singing, uh, Runa does this thing I like to do when I'm in the car driving, where she changes the lyrics to <laughs> whatever song they're singing, <laughs> and instead of the normal lyrics, uh, she like very quietly to Erlen sings, something's watching us. <laughs> I think when the song we're singing kind of comes to its natural conclusion, mm -hmm. Erlen immediately, before we can like sit and discuss what the next song we're going to sing is, um, Erlen immediately starts in with an elven song. Okay. 
to just kind of be like, hello, mm -hmm. we are friends of elves slash an elf. Let's <laughs> let's be cool about this. Okay. And I lean into him and I'm like, I do you know this one. I don't think I know this one. I'm going to try to play along. I mean, yeah, we'll just jam. <laughs> just jam. <laughs> I think it's a one, three, five. <laughs> Like freeform Hobbit dwarf jazz. Yeah. <laughs> There's all these lyrics going on. We're like, uh, and I think in probably what is a very old song, so it's probably in Quenya. Um, Erlen kind of stops singing the proper lyrics for a minute, and to Runa in return is like, "We need to get their attention in a not threatening way." <laughs> mm. I think. I think after you start the song, um, I, I think that they've watched you. They've probably been watching you since, like, as you approached the valley. They've probably been watching you for a few days. Um, and at this point, they've determined that you're not a threat. <laughs> so what they're going to do, they're going to, like, uh, they're dressed in this beautiful, ornate armor. Um, and I'm going to steal this because this is one of the things I really loved from um, Rings of Power. It's like leather armor, but it's uh, so good. It's like uh, engraved and decorated, so it looks like like almost like it's wooden. Mm -hmm. And it's got like these beautiful, like ornate, there's like leaves carved into it that almost look like, like it looks like it could be wood. But the way they move, it like bends and you know that it's just incredibly well-made armor that is just stunning. Um, and uh, a couple of them walk just to the edge of the firelight, not threateningly, like, and they, like, a couple of them have bows, and they're kind of leaning and just listening and appreciating, and they kind of nod their heads when you look at them, so they're, they're very clearly communicating, we're not here to fight you, and um, then they politely, um, like, murmur their appreciation when the song ends. Mm -hmm. And then um, one of them steps forward, um, she's a little bit shorter. Um, she has, uh, like, like rusty kind of colored skin almost, and um, like like very light blonde hair that's pulled back and braided incredibly tightly, because um, she's a warrior slash scout, so she wants it out of her way. But it goes like down her back in like an incredibly tight braid that like just reaches down, so you know it's like got to be really long hair if it's that tightly like braided and still goes down past the middle of her back. Um, and she's got, like, a very kind of, like, deep voice. Um, I'm going to do my best with this. Uh, she says, Isila eleru e govara de win, which is elvish, you would know, <laughs> if I pronounced it correctly for, a star shines on the hour of our meeting. My govanen, my friends and I are speaking in Ladris and specifically the council of Lord Elrond. Uh, we had supposed as much with uh, your clear seeking out our city. Hmm. <laughs> um, and we uh, enjoy your music very much. We've had a few nights now to listen to it, and it is oh. quite pleasant. Um, thank you for that last one. It was very nice. <laughs> um, we have uh, reported back to Lord Elrond, and he has uh, given leave to have you enter the city. Um, and we will escort you there if you'd like now or in the morning. Uh, Now's as good yeah, a time I as any. I wouldn't what? mind uh, being out of the wilderness. <laughs> oh, I'm May Govanen. May Govanen, Master Hobbit. It has been long since. Any but the elves had been welcomed into Imlandras, and 
you've caught Lord Elrond's uh, attention and his curiosity, I believe. Is his beard as magnificent as Cirden's? <gasps> like she looks like aghast. <laughs> and then also she for a moment, and then she like puzzles it. You have met Lord Cirden. Yeah. Well, I know. I, I would assume that a elf of that you, Master Dwarf, you have met met Lord Cirden. Oh yes, we come straight nice from man. Midland by way of the Shire. Indeed, she like takes a deep bow. If we had known that Mithland was sending an envoy, we would oh, have sent those out to meet you. Very well. I will take you there at once. Not to misunderstand. We are coming by the guidance of Lord Cirden, but not uh, um, at his wishes. I see. Not that he doesn't wish us to be here. We are I, not his emissaries. Yes. I see. Very well. So you are coming from Mithland, not from Correct. Mithland, I see. <laughs> Very well. Well, uh, either way, you have leave to enter, and we will guide you through the uh, somewhat difficult-to-find pathways. She kind of, mm. like, grins a little bit at uh, Hanar, because obviously they were kind of when you were looking <laughs> oh, for <no>. it. Oh, <laughs> Um... And then they'll they'll wait while you like pack up your shit. I think Hanar probably catches it and probably mumbles a little under his breath. Like <laughs> if they weren't so new, I'd know where it was. Nice and warm. Yeah. Um yeah, then they lead you in, uh, and you start uh wandering through. Um it's night and you kind of wander like over the over the hills a little bit down like past the river there's like a pathway by the river um and it's really strange now it's like very clear where it was like how did you not see like <laughs> super like right like it's a beautiful is right there um and uh you cross the river on there's like a bridge and it's only once you kind of start to get like very clearly like almost to the edge of the bridge that you suddenly see kind of the lights um that are very clearly right across the bridge, but up until now they just like haven't, they, like they they've obviously been somewhat through enchantment or magic or some kind been hidden from you, um, and you can see there's like, it's not quite a city, but it's like a a large collection of buildings that are there. Um, it's more, um, like like you'd think of like a, a compound of different things. Um, like a grand estate kind of a thing? Yeah, a little bit of a grand estate with multiple buildings. Um, there's obviously one very large like main um, home or house or temple or something. Um, there's also all these uh, kind of pathways and walkways that are covered with um, just beautiful ivy that has grown. And it's hard to tell where the ivy ends. The only thing that is the difference between that and the carving of the wood underneath is like the color of the wood is like a very pale, like light, like tan color. It's not like perfect white or anything like that. Um, and you can hear singing also. Um, and there are torches everywhere. And there's also very large... Um, basically like kind of bonfire things like in the ground in multiple places. Um, so I'm going to read a quote from it because mm -hmm. um, it's awesome. And this is 
uh, in my daughter's room, so I might as well read it. So uh, that house was a perfect house. Whether you liked food or sleep or storytelling or singing or just sitting and thinking best or a pleasant mixture of them all, merely to be here was a cure for weariness, fear, and sadness. So, and you just get this like overwhelming sense of peace. Um, what you do notice, especially probably you, Hanar, is how kind of, while it's like impeccably made and beautiful, it's a bit homely. Like it's very much like- Rustic. For elves, this is very yeah, elf yeah. rustic. Um, everything is very purposeful. Um, there's like designs on things and it's got kind of like that organic, like rounded shape to everything. Um, but it is a house meant to be lived in and enjoyed and not a, a grand palace um, of sorts. So, um, and that is why it is called the last homely house. Mm. So, um, all right, uh, I think that's, let's see. Um, I'll read this part here. It says, uh, the house of Elrond is a large mansion comprising of many halls, open porches supported by pillars, passageways, rooms, and dedicated to diverse purposes, not the least of which is a, a lodging guests comfortably. Um, there are libraries, uh, solars, uh, salons for sitting and thinking, walkways and gardens and council chambers for meetings, bannock bakeries and kitchens, and great many other rooms besides. Bells ring in the house in different hours of the day, signaling that meals are ready and the arrival of someone unexpected or that the master of the house is ready to meet his guests. Um, and yeah, so it's these, there's a bunch of smaller buildings. Some of them look like guest quarters. Some of them you can smell as you walk by our kitchens and they're making mm -hmm. food. Um, you can see there's a, a place that has a bunch of long tables where it's like this is, must be where they have meals or festivals or something like that. Um, and then as you look, there's a little bit of like a raised area. And on that raised platform is like the main house. And you can see that there are some large archways on the outside. And it's got kind of a uh, <laughs> an indoor-outdoor living area. <laughs> For better, yeah. <laughs> like the best way, so you can. Elron, famed for his love of the California room. <laughs> <laughs> all of Rivendell is a California. Yeah, it's room. all of it. Like there are very few like actual like fully enclosed spaces here. Um, <laughs> so now I have in my head, I have those space heaters like up underneath <laughs> all of the wood. No, no, no. That's why they have yeah, the big bonfires. Yeah. So you can see as like there's these lo this large um, set of stairs leading up to this, um, and even even as you're starting to approach, you can see that like these through these grand arches that are like like two stories high. In the middle, there's like this courtyard in the middle of uh, this like round type building, um, and in the middle there's a huge like like it's built up, um, but like a, a a big fire pit. And it's like long and it's everything else is very rounded, but this one fire pit is like very long. And there's actually like like it's it's down lower in the in the ground because it's on this like hill. And then there's like seats. Like not exactly like but kind of like an audience seat. This sort of like not choir risers, but like carved into um the hillside. So if you've Greek seen Amphitheater. Yeah, I was yeah, just thinking yeah. that. Like Greek Apple Theater, but not that big. There's like 
four tiers or something mm. like that. Like so. conversation pit size. Exactly. Tiered, tiered yeah. conversation pit. Yes. Or, or yes. <laughs> if you ever did like a summer camp or something like that, mm-hmm. like they tend to have like the campfire big fire. Campfire ring. Yeah. Campfire ring. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. So it's a campfire ring elf style. Um, and you can see that there's different people gathered around different parts. There's a big bonfire going. Um there's a, a some group of people sitting and talking, and there's a few sit like there's just a, 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 like spread about. No one's doing a performance or anything at this moment, um, so people are drinking wine and sipping. Um, and you do notice that as um, you kind of entered, you do hear this very soft like bell sound, um, and it's kind of just like and it, you, you hear it going off. And there's different tones depending on where it's coming from in in Rivendell. Um, yeah. So at some point, uh, your guests uh, or your your guides um, ask you to sit by the fire, mm-hmm. um, and uh, Lord Elrond is uh, busy at the moment, but he uh, would like to speak with you as soon as he can, perhaps in the morrow. And uh, until then, uh, this you you are guests of his house, and you may eat at his table, uh, sing by his fire rest in the beds available, um, and uh, do as you will, um, and uh, rest yourselves, for you are safe here. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and she will give her... <laughs> Take off my helmet. Nevera, <laughs> <laughs> um, um, and perhaps I will see you again. And she just kind of looks again at, like, the dwarf and the hobbit sitting here and says, huh. And... <laughs> Uh, and we'll say that you're obviously your ponies were all put in a beautiful stable and all those sort of things before you walked through. Um, so you are sitting here by the fire. You can get food if you wish. You can wander about. What would you like to do? And you definitely see like the other elves are being very polite, but they're like looking. Well, Did you see that? Yeah, I, I, I have to imagine like elf society is very like, oh, something new. Yeah, mm. <laughs> there hasn't been a hobbit like, here in five minutes, but right. <laughs> it's pretty much always Bilbo, so it's not that exciting. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I'll grab a little bit of something to eat, okay, uh, and then I'll turn to Ireland and I'll say, oh, "This is quite different from your own. It feels very, very, uh, very different from uh, that wonderful city by the sea." Well, in Ladris's meager for an elven um, city, but mm, it is mm. a lovely home. Um, I guess I'll, I'll, I'll ask you, uh, uh, so you, do, do you have anyone here at all that you are familiar with or that might be a friendly face? Honestly, I've spent the last hundreds of years in Mithland. Uh, so outside of that, I don't think so. Yeah, well, they seem hospitable enough, eh? Indeed. Mm-hmm. Although they didn't answer the question, is Lord Elrond's beard as magnificent? Hannah, Cirden uh, is the only elf with a beard in all of Middle-earth. Oh. What a terrible shame. Hmm. But I I suppose. uh, hmm. It makes his singular and and quite unique. Oh, indeed. Indeed. I can understand the value of 
rarity, but strange. It is that. Is it? Is it a choice? He could shave it. Well, I mean, no, for do the you? others. No. Oh. Hmm. <laughs> now he's even more. <laughs> 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 I think Runa's very curious. She's like, Hanar, has there ever been a dwarf that didn't have a beard? That's quite a question. Children? Well, obviously. Well, I mean... I didn't think of it that way. Children don't have beards. Infants? They... I never thought of it. <laughs> you know, they, they need a little time to grow, as much as any hair. I'll admit, I've never met a baby. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think dwarven children probably end up starting to grow beards very young. Yeah, like, comparatively, like twelve. Well, no, like even maybe younger, like yeah. like elementary school age. Head of hair, face of hair. Yeah, yeah. Like it just like... begins to flow. Yeah, Imagine right. combing that. Right. I feel like it's one of those things where, like, uh, you know, newborn babies now, it's like, oh, she's got some hair. That's amazing. Like some dwarves. Occasionally, mm. yeah. It's like a good omen. <laughs> yeah. If, if the, Just a little bit of peach fuzz. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just like a little bit of, like, weird baby hair on the, ch on the thing. Yeah, I can see that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I love that. <laughs> It's like a weird thing when you have a kid that they always comment on. Like, Laurelyn had a bunch of hair. And, like, every nurse who came in is like, she has so much hair. Mm. I'm like, it's. Is it good? Is it bad? That's like, a comment that yeah. I hear still to this day from when I was born. Right? Mm. I don't know. It's like, it's, I don't know. It's amazing, I guess. I don't know. Um, but yes, Erland, um, babies may as well come from storks. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Very good. I feel like you might have maybe seen a baby. Sure. Like but, a hobbit baby. But then they're all so small. Is that a baby? Is it a toddler? Yeah. Is it just a bunch of potatoes? <laughs> yeah, and a exactly. I I'm sure that he has seen babies. Yes. There are plenty of babies in the world. Yeah. But especially like dwarven babies are such a mystery. Oh, no, yeah. That's super. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They don't they don't carry those around. No. Like yeah. They, they're the, very yeah, much yeah. in yeah. a mountain. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. But now the gears are turning, like, how old? And all of these, like, <laughs> how do dwarven babies work? I love that Hanar brings these weird questions <laughs> to Middle Earth. Like, what do you mean there's only one bearded elf? Yeah, what, what, why would that be? Like, what is it? Choice? Like, do all other elves shave every day? Like, what's the... okay, Scholars no. have been asking that question for quite a long time as well. <laughs> Fascinating. Yeah. So, as you're sitting here um, by the fire, um, you're hearing, uh, you've gotten, you've gone and uh, fetched some food from like one of the kitchens. Um, and it's one of those things where it is, you are like struck by how different it is than Mithland. Like mm -hmm. Mithland, it felt like it had so much, such weight and such like, um, like pressure to like, like know the customs. And there's a little bit of that here, but it's very casual for your experience with elves. Mm -hmm. So it's one of those things where you um, walk by the kitchen and they like happily greet you and like give you a plate of food. It's incredible, beautiful, beautiful elvish food on incredibly intricately carved wooden plates. Mm -hmm. So rather than like the immaculate, beautiful, like silver, you know, metal things that you had in, Imla or in uh, Mithland, this is 
equally beautiful, but again, like just a little more humble. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's stunning, and they're uh, they're very polite, and but it's not quite the the grand ceremony pressure. Mm-hmm. Yes, sure. <laughs> okay. so, and there and everybody obviously knows you're all here. <laughs> Sure. Like, yeah. They kind of grin, and you can kind of see like some of them like poking their head out. It's a little bit like, oh, elves get like super curious, and they're like a little gossipy feeling. It's like, <laughs> yeah. it's like the Shire. It's a little like home. Yeah, I was gonna say, I'll make sure to grab plates for everybody too, okay. or like you know at least a plate that I can like pass along and share mm-hmm. with everyone. Is there anyone of either not an elf or of interest? around that we might see or notice? Um, I'm going to have you roll scan. Hey. I succeed with a Tanguar. Hmm. Amazing. Okay. Um, so you look around, you recognize, if not by, like, familiarity, by, like, You've, you've seen some of these people before. Um, you notice that, let's see. Um, I'm going to say that as you're wandering about, because I'm assuming you're just kind of like just looking. looking around, like there's these beautiful walkways that are very clearly meant to be like strolled through, like. Um, if you've gone to like the Huntington or the Getty mm. or you've seen in like Victorian movies like those archways that mm-hmm. like there's a bunch of those kind of weaving about um, that are meant to be walked and have beautiful views and there's bright torches and lanterns hanging everywhere so it's very warm and inviting. Um, as you are walking along there, uh, you're going to see um, there's going to be Trying to decide who. Um, you notice uh, a pair of twins. Um, they're, I mean, they're fully grown. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're not twin like they're children. They're striking. Yeah, they are mm. incredibly attractive. Like, <laughs> even for elves, like, they are amazing. And they're Aladdin and El Rohir. El Rohir. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, you know that they are Elrond's twin mm-hmm. sons. And uh, they are very yummy. And yeah, uh, they are. Sorry. <laughs> Literally, I think that very few people make Erland look longer than like two seconds. Mm-hmm. And they're striking. They're very beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they closely resemble their father. Um, and uh some and and they're so alike, like they are identical twins. Um so even like keen elf eyes, like they look almost identical. It's hard to tell them apart. Um and uh Elrond has to do that trick where he paints the fingernails one color oh, no. or another. <laughs> um, they would change it on purpose. Yeah, they're yeah. notoriously horrible. Yeah, they they really. Yeah, I love them. Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're very. Uh, yeah, um, and then uh, they are very clearly very physical and 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 athletic. So they are tall, even for elves. They um, are. They have that look of like, like when you when you picture uh, like Greek heroes, mm-hmm. like that height and that build. That's not like like bodybuilder, but like very like strong and muscular, but also lean. Like they could like run forever. Um, yeah, and like incredibly striking. Even if you've seen other elves, these are striking for elves. 
um, and they are uh, hanging out together. Um, they're sort of uh, like one of them is trying to read, and the <laughs> and so they're they're kind of like they have what looks sort of like elven fainting couches. <laughs> so uh, in like one of these, as you walk through these little like walkways, they have these little like outlets that are just like little like round kind of veranda areas, um, and. Uh, they're both there, and one of them sitting trying to read um, this beautiful-looking tome. And the other one's sitting there, like, on the other side, like, also pretending to read, but also, like, randomly throwing things at his brother. <laughs> like, just to see. And his brother kind of, like, like looking around. Like, he, every time he gets, he gets hit with something, he's like, what is that? And then keeps reading. So this is, like, the scene you have as you go by. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um... So that's the the first person you see, um, and uh, then like as you're walking by, um, you notice uh, their sister was sitting with them, and she gets annoyed that they're both being so annoying. Um, and you see Arwen Indominal stand up, who's the Arwen from the movies. Mm. Um, Arwen, yeah, that Arwen, <laughs> the Arwen, uh, and she like stands up and she like annoyingly closes her book. And like it gives her one of her, you're not sure which one it is that's doing the throwing, and which, and just kind of like glares at him, and, and like walks off like incredibly gracefully, um, like down, and then, uh, and uh, she's gonna start walking like your direction, like not like towards you, but just like walking away from her brothers, and she's kind of looking down and starting to read her book again as she walks. Um, and it looks like uh, Arwen might be about to walk into you. <laughs> um, I think out of an abundance of courtesy, Erland actually purposely avoids her. Okay. He's like, I know exactly who you are, and I do not need to say something, do something wrong in this situation. <laughs> as much as me guys, like, oh my god. Very good. Erland would flee. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Very politely, as subtly as possible, just like, oh, I have to go be somewhere literally anywhere else. <laughs> Goodbye. Yeah. All right, I'm going to have you all roll. Um, uh, I'm going to have you roll. Hmm. This would be like the, just the right thing. Uh, I'm going to have you. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm going to have you roll. I'm gonna have you roll uh, athletics <laughs> to see how like chill and suave you can be walking out of the way. And the rest of you, I'm gonna have you roll lore just to see if you can even guess at who the <laughs> even guess from uh, uh, Erlen's behavior. What like what is up? You can also roll insight if you'd rather do that. This could not be more perfect. Okay, that'll be insane. Okay. Yeah. okay. <laughs> so I got an eye and a tanguar. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Okay, okay, I succeed, but nothing special. Okay. Uh, great success for me, one tanguar. Okay. Absolute failure. <laughs> oh, no. All right, so we're going to... Modern elves, not your forte. Yeah, no. Oh. <laughs> she's very young for an elf. Like, not, she's a baby. Yeah, she's, I think she's younger than Erlen. I think she yeah. might be younger than Erlen. Oh, yeah, no. she's very, very young for an elf. Um, so we have this thing where Erlen like, has this moment of like total fanboying almost. Like He's just like, oh, those twins, and then... Oh, this, 
And like, like describe what you do. I think he's been walking around and like kind of holding a book thinking maybe I'll sit and write. Maybe I'll look at what's going on and maybe I'll go get food. Maybe I'll go, like just fully overwhelmed kid at Disneyland. There's too many things to do at once, but it's all like the quietest, nerdiest version of yeah. that. And seeing the twins, I think he froze. And in the moment of freezing, he's holding one of those new books that he's just made. Mm-hmm. And when he sees her walking towards him, she closes her book and he drops his, just completely <laughs> loses it for a second. Amazing. So just as she looks up and like, like you make eye contact for a minute, there's this big like crash yeah, yeah. as your book, like in its beautiful leather bound cover, like hits this hard floor and makes this big slapping sound. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to say that both of you like are aware enough to like pick up on this and like, oh, this must be somebody important and like look up at her. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say that you are so distracted by the sound. Like, that's weird. Erlen, you're going to walk right into Lady Arwen. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> probably, probably because I saw the weird reaction and the dropping of the book and I'm just like, okay, whatever. All right. <laughs> so it's the glance back and... Yeah, that's what kind yeah. of caused it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, <laughs> oh my gosh. So, um, uh, so Arwen is even more beautiful than her brothers. Like, if it's available, if if, if that's possible. Um, and she is so beautiful that there is uh, an elf in. Uh, well, she's actually she's more than an elf. She's also part of, like part Maiar uh, from Elven history called Luthien. And she is, like, the most beautiful elf that's ever lived. Like, she is, like, their version of, like, Helen of Troy. And she's from their histories that way. Like, she's from early, early in the in, in artist history. And um, they just, uh, yeah. So the, And they say that, that Arwen is so beautiful that she's Luthien born again. So, also, you should totally go read... The story of Luthien and Baron because it's amazing. Or just forget this poem or literally anyway, it's so beautiful. beautiful. Yeah, and uh, they that's that's the the story that Arwen and Aragorn are a very dim reflection of the love story between uh, Luthien and Baron back in in things. And actually, fun little nerdy fact: uh, J.R. Tolkien actually has Luthien and Baron on him and his wife's headstones because that was beautiful. the story that like he really identified with with him and his wife and like true love forever. And clearly, he told these stories to his kids, so it was also like, "I love yeah. your mother so much." Yeah, yeah, so beautiful, so nice, and oh. it, yeah, I know. <laughs> so good. Anyway, um, really amazing. So, but this is like how striking she is that they're basically it's like saying Helen of Troy born again. Mm. Um, when you knew that Helen of Troy was a real person and actually some of you had lived long enough to see her. Mm. <laughs> so it's, like, very meaningful. Um, so, uh, yes. And, uh, yeah, she's a incredibly um, just uh, graceful. She's got, even for an elf, she's just got, like, this gentle, like, when ballerinas are dancing and, and mm. like, like, just in their moment of just, like, complete perfect movement that's Arwen all the time um, and she has long uh, long dark hair which is uh, not so different in Elrond's line but you know and um, it's in like these perfect circlets that have these fine um, almost as beautiful as the silver chains that you that you saw mm-hmm. and that you have wrapped around like woven into her into her curls and into her braids um, and she has almost 
it's not quite like Celtic-y, but like it's very similar where it's like braided into actual patterns in her hair. And you can actually see these beautiful swirls and things, but it also looks relaxed and effortless. Um, it's not like a tight braid like you'd see. It's just, my hair fell like this into these perfect <laughs> designs. I woke up this way. Yeah, basically. <laughs> every day for over a thousand years. Yes, yes every, every day. Um, and yeah, she has a, a beautiful... Um, Little, little deeper voice than you'd almost expect, um, and she's uh, she's not as tall as her brothers. Um, she's tall for a human man, but for elves, she's a little bit average. So she's not super tall for an elf. Um, and she seems a little bit startled when she hears this big slap of this book on the floor. Oh, and then she's even more startled when <laughs> the shoulder check from the door. <laughs> <laughs> so how are you dressed right now, Hannah? Well, I mean, like, we just came in from the road. Okay, so you're so in, like... I'm still in my full travel gear. Okay. Uh, like, I've, I've... I'm sure I left my weapons on the horse, right? Like, I don't mm -hmm. have a big spear sticking out of my backpack, mm -hmm. and I probably left all of my gear on the horse. Okay. Uh, but he's probably wearing, like, having come in from the, uh, from the wilderness, he mm -hmm. probably turned his coat to the, the fancier mm -hmm. side okay. with all the different many colors. Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, instead of, the you know, the the reverse where it's just dusty and made to blend in. Okay. Um, but, yeah. Just, and he put his helmet back on. Just, <laughs> just a dwarf. <laughs> right, like, Very colorful dwarf. <laughs> yeah. All right, Hannah. I am going to have you roll... Athletics. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Yeah, oh, I think no. I... Like... Uh -oh. How, uh, I'm gonna say a successful roll means you don't knock her over. Oh, oh no, good. <laughs> and there's not super athletic. Nope, let's <laughs> see how this goes. Oh, god. Hey, I made it on the money. Oh, All right. <laughs> nothing special, but I got to the number. So, you're still gonna run into. Talking. Yeah, yeah. It is but, absolutely like an accidental shoulder check. Yeah, like, absolutely. I looked back and just... Yeah. 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 Um, and, uh, I mean, she is an elf, so she has, like, this amazing... And, she, you know, she's got a very impressive line of elves before her. So you're actually kind of surprised when you look up and you see who you bumped into. It's like a very petite, sort of frail-looking... Not frail, but, like, like petite... Willowy. Uh, yeah, yeah, like a a, a gentle-looking person who had a pretty solid. Like you ran into her, and she had a pretty solid. You you bounced a little bit off of her, mm. and she uh, oh, and she's put uh, she put oh, her back I, on her heel a little bit. I, I'm terribly sorry. I I was distracted by the loud noise. Oh uh, yes, as was I. Uh, pardon me, Hanine. <laughs> uh, uh, my friend was just looking for me. It seems he's found you. Indeed. <laughs> uh, you must be our new guest that I've heard so much about. We would be, yes. Yes. <laughs> um, let me see. Uh, I've heard that uh, there is the hobbits. I bow um, deeply. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've heard that you carry a spear. Oh, I do, I do. I did leave it. Um, uh, just tucked it away. I don't I don't think I'm going to need it in this beautiful place. No, indeed you will not. But it is interesting. I've never thought of hobbits as having 
weaponry before. <laughs> well, we do have the need for them sometimes. Um, much like, uh, much like anyone in this world, this world, our world in the Shire is not, it is far from perfect. Indeed. Though, now that I say that and I look around here, I don't know if that statement necessarily applies. Hmm. Most interesting. Uh, you know, Master Hobbit, I've not spent a great deal of time uh, learning about you and your kin. Hmm. But perhaps that should change. I like those who seek to have a, a, a gentle and... Uh, enjoyable world, and it seems that is what I've heard of your people. Oh, indeed, my lady, indeed. And as you show us hospitality here, I am more than happy to give you the courtesy of answering whatever questions you may have. Oh, well, that is most generous. Thank no, you. Not at all, not at all. I am at your disposal while we are here. Well, often the gift of wisdom and knowledge is the greatest gift one can receive, for it is the one thing that can never be taken away. Mm. So, thank you, Master Holt. Um, may I ask your name? My name is Burl Brandybottom, but you may call me Sausage, as my kith and kin do. Uh, due to my stature, my stout stature, and me snappy skin. Very nice. Now, Arwen is like perfect like courtesy like she's all the pips in courtesy and like probably only Erlen sees because like he's spent so much time with elves like the delight like the sparkle in her eyes as she keeps her like polite facade when he's like you can call me sausage <laughs> she's just like delighted and doesn't think it's silly but just like so strange and interesting to her she's just amazed by it um, and one thing, I don't know if any of you notice, but um, <clears throat> every once in a while, my hand will kind of slip into my pocket where mm -hmm. the handkerchief is oh, with the blossom. Okay. Because kind of seeing this visage, this mm -hmm. visage of beauty, is reminding me of someone far away. Oh. oh. That's so sweet. Oh. oh, my God. Okay. That was very good. Okay. Um, and uh, then she's going to turn to the Hanar. Uh Oh. Yeah. I pull out some of my candies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm terribly sorry. Uh, thank you. She's super confused by what this is, <laughs> but it's like again, like super polished and put together. Uh, are these are these gems that you've mined? No, uh, no, they're they're sweet treats to enjoy. Oh, uh, and she takes one and like puts it in her. Oh my! From the fire dwarf. <laughs> I say matter of fact, Lee. Yeah. <laughs> is is that your title? Do, do well, I... uh, apparently in the Shire, yes. Uh, yes, I, oh. I have inspired them to be safe when it comes to unseasonal fires. Safe. Well, that is uh, a noble purpose indeed. It is very kind of you to leave your home in the mountains to warn the Shire folk of such a thing. She seems a little confused. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, uh, it's uh, any good reason to have a, a celebration, I say. On that, we can agree, indeed. Um, especially if it includes good food. Uh, 
And uh, it is interesting to see, well, a hobbit out of the Shire and also much more uniquely a dwarf entering into elven lands. Yes, yes. Uh, I never anticipated that this is where my life would take me either. But uh, there is a great need for wisdom. And uh, we have been told that, that the lord of this manor has a great amount of it to share. Well, you're most impressive, Master Hobbit, or Master Dwarf. Uh, it is interesting because... Hannah still has <laughs> no idea who this is. No, yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, my father is indeed a, a wise and noble noble person, but it shows great wisdom indeed to know when to seek wisdom from others. There are many who are not wise enough to know that they need that. Thank you again for the, the Oh, sweets. indeed. Thank you for your hospitality. Uh, and then he, she grins over, we're going to save you for last, Erlen. Erlen's <laughs> <laughs> like white-knuckling this book after. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to like Draw it out. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, she's going to uh, uh, grin over. Uh, and uh, young adventurer, is it? <laughs> you are dressed as such. I am. I come from a long line of adventurers um, in Bree. Uh, I'm, my name is Runa of Bree. It is wonderful to make your acquaintance. I myself come from a very long line and know that the weight such of a such a lineage can carry. Um but adventurers, you say? Indeed. All the women of my family work as adventurers. Indeed. Mm -hmm. We have a, quite the archive now in Brie of um, interesting historical objects. Oh, most interesting. Um, I would love to hear more about what you have. Oh, I'd love to tell you. Um, mm -hmm. And if you ever make it to Brie... Um, you should absolutely stop by my grandmother's house and check out the archive. She loves visitors. Uh, yes. Uh, I, I do not know if I will ever head west, but... <laughs> oh, the weight of that scene. <laughs> but, uh, if I do ever make it out to Bree, I will indeed, uh, I will indeed stop by. Thank you for the invitation. Absolutely. Thank you for your hospitality. Mm -hmm. uh, and while I'm here, I'd be happy to tell you all about our collection and my adventures, if you like. Indeed. Perhaps uh, I can share or show you some of our collection as well. We have we have would, some old things as well. I would love that. I would adore it. Indeed. I know those of you listening to the podcast don't you can you can guess, but Kai's face through this entire <laughs> conversation has been just Chef's kiss, priceless. <laughs> I'm more than staring into the middle distance. Yeah. <laughs> I'm reading the entirety of the appendices of Lord of the Rings while I just sit here with my eyes open. Yeah, exactly. I think as soon as Arwen offers to, like, show her some of their, like, antiquities, like, she's very much trying to, like, keep polite. We're with the elves. Be polite. But inside, she's like, please show me your old stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All right. And it has Rune, I kind of picked up on who this is. Yeah, as soon as uh, as soon as she said my father, she's yeah. like, oh, this is Elrond's talking. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> and, um, and uh, Brother Elf uh, from the sea, welcome to Rivendell. Yes, my lady. In I'm, I'm Elrond of, of Mithland. Uh, this is a 
sincere pleasure to make your acquaintance. And yours as well. You, uh, what, what do you do in Midland? Oh, I, um, well, I've spent most of my time as a shipwright, crafting the ships of our people. Oh. But now I'm exploring and, and adventuring for a while. Indeed. There's a little bit of, like, awkwardness when you mention the ships. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We're moving on from that part. Oh, right. That's right. Yeah, and she kind of is like, For those of you who don't know, by this point, she, I mean, she and and, uh, Aragorn are in love at this point. Mm -hmm. They've known each other. She kind of has this notion of she wants to be with him. She knows that to do that, she'll have to give up her her, uh, immortal life and embrace a mortal life. Um, obviously her dad doesn't like that too much. So it's like this little bit of like a... Also, like her uh, mom very famously had to go very suddenly. There's yeah, a lot of, there's a lot of family drama there. Yeah. And like there's abandonment issues when her mother had to leave and go to Valinor and she's like got a little bit of weird Valinor drama because of that. There's a lot of things happening. Yeah. Um, but yeah, her dad and her brothers are all going eventually and there's just a whole thing. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. Um... So anyway, that's the awkwardness there for those of you who aren't already like, wow, I know exactly why this is. I, just today I saw somebody posted a meme of like Elrond escorting a kid uh, and was like, oh, Arwen, this is a young human boy that's going to stay with us they, for a while. They met when he was like 10. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he's, okay, let's see. At this point he's... He is, like, ten at this point. I was doing the math. I was, like, wondering if Gilrian's here. Yeah. That was actually one of the things. Okay, yeah. Quick, quick, quick retcon on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, at she this looks point. She the same. Yeah, she's the same. She's, like, an adult, like we see her in the movies. Uh, but, yeah, um, she would not have been in love with Aragorn at this point. Delete that. Yes. Because yeah. he would be just a little too young, and that would be creepy. Well, he's 20 when they actually... I, I know, yeah. Okay. I know way too much about him. I know, it's like, wait. <laughs> I know he came to Rivendell when he was like, wasn't it, he was like eight. 10? And 8, 10? Yeah, I knew who's that. Was she gone? Uh, Yes, and then she didn't come back for years. And then when they... Oh, she was, stopped, in, she was in Lothlorien. She was in Lothlorien. That's Lothlorien. right. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're going to fudge things a little bit because I already introduced her and I like being her, so... We'll say this is like the in between. We're we right in the we- in yeah. the weird gray area where Gary yeah, Bull could be. We're not anywhere here today. So we'll. So he won't. I'm be taking here. you at your word. We'll <laughs> <laughs> be fine. Um, so yeah, all the spoilers here. Yeah. Sorry if you haven't watched Red Lord of the Rings. Rings. Mm. How dare you not watch? But the- yes, Erland yeah. is extremely awkward around her. Yeah, because she's the Lady of Rivendell and possibly one of the most famous elves of their age. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and. Uh, then, uh, like, she asks you a few things about the ships, and she inquires politely if you are a student of Keridan. Mm-hmm. I I am. I've been, I've studied at his side uh, off and on for years, and have greatly prospered by his tutelage. He has uh, much wisdom to impart to those. Uh, I met him uh, briefly one time, and his beard was quite unique. It's very interesting. I was unaware that uh, our kin were able to grow such a beard. Clearly he did not impart to you that he is the only one at length. At length in many ways, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is our sincerest uh, pleasure to be in the Madras and to partake in your hospitality. Um, I do not mean to disturb you any further. It's just lovely to hear. Yes. Uh, well, thank you so much for... 
speaking with me. It's nice to have such a diversion. <laughs> um, as lovely as Imlandris is, uh, it, it, it is my home. And as anyone's home, it can get very, maybe sometimes too familiar. Uh, but uh, yes, uh, if you have need of anything else, what, what, what if I give you a bit of a tour? That would be amazing. Yes, that, that would uh, indeed be lovely. Yes. Uh, she turns around and sees her brother still, like, messing around. Why don't we start this way? <laughs> <laughs> and very, like, gracefully, like, escorts you uh, around the other direction and shows you a myriad of libraries and a beautiful metal workshop where they're making any, everything from you know, a, a beautiful, incredible jewelry to, like, useful things like bits for horses and, you know, clasps for belts and all sorts of things there. Um, and through it all, it's just, like, it's just more useful than what you saw in Mithland. Mm. Like, everything is, like, well, everything in Mithland was, like, like, a little extra and, like, you were, like, oh, I don't know if I should wear this jewelry. Like, this is, like, oh, yeah, this is going to be the jewelry I wear, like, every day. Um, still stunning and beautiful, but just, like, relaxed a little bit more. Elrond uh, lives in, like, a man-jamma situation. Yeah. That should tell you a lot about this place. <laughs> what's exactly. The, what's the tree situation here? Um, <laughs> like, this <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, now I have something to aspire to. <laughs> yeah, man, Elrond knows how to live. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, there are lots of trees around. Like, it's mostly been cleared from actually in... Gotcha. Uh, yeah, in the kind of mansion collective... Um, but there are, are many trees around uh, on the outside and overlooking things. There's, like, cliffs into, like, rivers. And there's, like, some streams actually running through Rivendell itself and kind of near the mansion and even under some of the buildings that then kind of fall off into um, like, in beautiful waterfalls that join the larger river and all this stuff. Very pretty. Um, the one thing that, like, Rivendell was really beautiful in the movies, but it was, like, a little too fancy. Like mm -hmm. it was so big. Yeah, it was like really big. But it was also just like it's supposed to be like, you know, there's a room called the Hall of Fire, which is where you were hanging out. Mm -hmm. And it's literally a very nice hunting lodge. Yeah, like that's kind of the vibe. Yeah. yeah, much yeah. Like like something like that. If you saw a very um like Art Nouveau like hunting lodge, like that's what it is. I got that right, right? Art Nouveau, not Dark yes. Deco. Yes. Mm -hmm. I always swat them. But yeah, so oh, like great. that's kind of like the vibe here. I think dwarves have the lockdown on our deck. Yeah, yeah. So oh, I, I always yeah. Just, yeah. I just swap them in my head, which one's which, and it's like, wait, I always guess the wrong one. Just like when I try and see the number of sessions that we're on, like, <laughs> you go always one back, usually. Yeah, it's like, yeah. eh, no, okay, <laughs> give me a moment, I'll find it. Um, so yeah, she walks you through uh, some of these other walkways, and um, yeah, you get a beautiful tour. There is uh, a large banquet hall, kind of off to the side. Um, uh, the Hall of Fire is kind of right in the middle, so you end like there's these big, beautiful like archways. And when you walk in, it actually, if you look up, you realize like how much taller the ceiling in here is than even the arches are about two stories high. Once you walk in, you look up, it's almost like a huge like cathedral height, mm -hmm. but like like 
pretty plain. Like there's some beams and there's some nice carvings and like large windows to let in the light during the day, but it's nothing like the intricate carvings that you saw in Numinous or Mithland or anything like that. Um, there's some paintings. So there's some parts of the wall that have been painted with different um, kind of icons. You do notice there's like some of the trees in a couple places. Um, again, they're they're not quite perfect. <laughs> mm, <laughs> they're like, okay, this is what we think they look like. No one here has ever seen <laughs> no, the trees. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Except oh. Hanar. Except for Hanar. Yeah. <laughs> like probably no one in this entire elven city has ever seen Yeah. Them. Even Elrond. Elrond? No, nope. no. Um, All right. Yeah. So you're very special, Hanar. <laughs> Um, All these young kids. I know, exactly. Um, I gotta borrow that cane. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, so, uh, uh, so yeah, you, you go through there, um, and then past that kind of, like, undercover but, like, outdoor area, there are rooms to the sides. Um, to one side, there are, is this large banquet area, and that's kind of off to the left. Um, and it has... A large fire, uh, a, a, they actually have like three large fire pits down the center of that room with then like long, beautiful banquet tables that are there. Um, and it's not being used at the moment, but you can tell like hundreds of people can fit at these tables. And they probably have more tables they bring out when it's busy. And it's a very, very large room too. Um, and are then there, there's... Yeah. Are there that many elves around here? Like, does it seem like the population is hundreds? Um... Not that you've seen, okay. but the, they would also have great gatherings here. Sure, so, sure, okay. And there are, this is one of the places that pilgrims go through. So lar the large mm. uh, caravans of, there's not always large, but it's also like, it's new for an elven city, but the population was larger before more people started leaving too. Mm -hmm. So um, it's new for an elven city. Sure, sure. Which is a little bit of a different measuring stick. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, but the, it's also not used right now. But you do see at the end of the hall, there's like a, a raised area with a smaller table, which is like got some really big, beautiful chairs, which is obviously for Lord Elrond and his family. Um, and the fires in that room are not lit right now, though. There's, you can see the big fire pits, though. Um, there's some stairs going up, uh, going up to like a second level. Um, she does not take you up those stairs. <laughs> it's like the living quarters for the family. Um, but she walks you through. There's a library. Um, there's uh, And they're all kind of like on the outskirts of uh, the, the Hall of Fire. Um, yeah. And there's a bunch of little porches and things like that. Um, the library specifically um, is a lot of it. Let's, sorry, one second. Um, a, a lot of it, uh, you could tell, Erland, most of, uh, nobody else reads it. Do you read Elvish now? I, d I don't think so. Okay. I feel like maybe, like, you recognize words. Maybe. maybe okay. Uh, but not no. literate. Yeah, no. yeah. Yeah. Because it's not like somebody was like, here, let me aim this at a book for a while. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, okay. I saw events happening. That's true, more that's than, true. You didn't experience yeah. the, yeah, you didn't give it I okay. probably there understand words. Yeah. a lot more now. Like, oh, yeah. verbally listening. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, but you wouldn't see it written word language is yeah. probably still very off. Okay. Like, common things that would be written on a building, maybe? Okay. Things like that I would maybe recognize. Okay. Or, I don't think there's like elven road signs, but you know. Sometimes, I mean. Things like, I guess, yeah. suppose. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, 
So uh, you would notice as you were walking through Erlen's, like a lot of the, the books there are written like in the same hand. So these are a lot of like recorded things. Um, spoilers, it's Elrond who's gone through and written like like huge histories of the elder days and is trying to make records of all of, of, of everything that's happened, even if he wasn't the one who was there. Um, very little of it is in the common tongue. There's a few things here and there that you would recognize or be able to read. You probably wouldn't recognize any of it. Um, and uh, like... Uh, it seems like uh, Elrond is trying to to record everything, um, but it, it's interesting that he's chosen to do it all still in, like, Elvish. And there's kind of like the, at least, Erlen, the question for you is, like, it's obviously something he's still working out. There's still tables there where he's writing all this down. It's like, if he's recording all this, why is he recording it, like, for people who were leaving. It's just a little bit of like an odd thing. I think it's also for Erlen though, he's also recording things in Sindarin. Mm -hmm. And so it's also a little bit of like, hmm, maybe we are more kindred than I have ever considered. But also, I know why I'm writing this in Sindarin. Why are you writing this in Sindarin? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, because there's so many tomes here. Like you look and... Like the library is like very, like multiple stories high, and it's one of the things where there's like the ladders and a second level and like a third level. Yeah. Um, so it's like it's been li like lifetimes, like normal lifetimes that he's been doing this. Um, so this is clearly like one of the most important things that he's dedicated time to. And also, Erlen wants to read everything, all of them, <laughs> <laughs> literally all of them. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and then let's see. While we're walking, uh -huh. are you still fiddling with that um, kerchief? In your yeah, pocket? I mean, <clears throat> I don't. I, it's not like my hand is persistently in my pocket, you know, like clutching it or anything like that. But yeah, just every few moments, you know, when I see something that reminds me of of Petunia, mm -hmm. I will reach in there and fondly, you know, just remember that night. I think at some point, Erlen starts to wonder if you lost something or like dropped something mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> why well, i keep reaching into my pocket yeah, yeah yeah like like you know when you're looking for your keys and you're like i swear they're in this pocket and, yeah and then you keep yeah. walking you're like are my keys in this pocket what's he got it in this pocket yeah yeah, yeah. and so i think erlen just starts to look okay doesn't say anything but just is wondering sure sure i think as the night progresses too my gaze kind of just gets a little more distant i start looking out more into the woods mm -hmm. you know off, uh, off west in the direction of home. Great. Um, uh, as you continue your tour, um, she uh, is not going to take you into the vaults right now. <laughs> uh, but uh, she does mention, like, oh, we do have the vaults, so maybe I can show you, like, tomorrow? Or That would be yeah. quite incredible. Um, and as she shows you kind of the rest... I think I'd specifically ask, like... Oh. Are they well secured? Do you? Oh, indeed, yes. And we do I... not keep anything here that could uh, aid any darkness. Ah. We are, we are quite specific. We are a place of healing and of lore. And mm. so while we do keep them quite safe for uh, historical reasons, and so those... Uh, who come later may benefit from them. 
there's nothing that poses a true danger other than the sorrow if it were to be lost. Quite wise. Yes. Carolyn cannot look at Arwen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh no, I've done a bad thing for you guys here. <laughs> um, and she, she continues her tour and you see uh, a more remnants of like something that used to obviously have a much bigger population. There's like some beautiful bathhouses and things like that that just aren't really used. Um, similar in a way to kind of what you saw in Mithland. Uh, and uh, yeah, at the end of your tour... Um, I must away, but uh, I believe you have an audience with my father in the morning. We do, yes. I, I hope it goes well. And uh, he is a wise man, but sometimes has difficulty seeing past his past. So help him see Whatever it is that you need, help him see the wisdom of how it will help the greater good. And uh, you will do better. Um, and uh, I, will, I will see you soon. We look forward Indeed. to it. And thank you for your counsel. Thank good evening. for the tour. And your hospitality. My pleasure. Thank you for the sweets and you're a great company. Okay. Deep bow before say goodnight. Um, so, uh, she leaves, and then all of you get, uh, one hope point. What? Oh. <gasps> mm -hmm. Thanks, Arwen. No problem. Just because she is so beautiful. So pretty. And that is literally in the rule book. <laughs> She's so pretty that in the rule book, there's a plus one hope for seeing her. Well, I guess there's something worth living for. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, yeah. 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 All right. Um, why don't you? Uh, we'll just say that you are given beautiful accommodations to rest for the evening. Do you want separate rooms? You, they have plenty of rooms. Um, do you all want to stay stick together? What would you like? I'm not particularly worried about like being attacked. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you definitely don't have to worry about that here. Yeah, I mean. I think Erlen just goes for the room with the best view. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I was thinking the same thing. Just okay. any room that has like an open air. Yeah. Okay. Hannah yeah. chooses one that's away from the water. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> So, like the forest view room instead of the waterfall view room. Okay. Um, we are running a little low on time. Yeah. So I would like to make sure that we have our meeting with Elrond. So we're oh. going to say uh, that. Uh, that's you sleep for the night. You all have your own beautiful rooms. Yes. O overnight, can I make some tree sketches? Yeah. Like to... Sure. Fabulous. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and we'll say that um, you meet up in the morning for breakfast. And perhaps you should do some uh, planning before you meet Lord Elrond mm -hmm. about maybe what you're going to do. Yeah. <laughs> if you're going to try and... What your plan is for the Palantir and Lord Elrond and what yeah. you're going to do? Well, yeah. it's come to it now, and I feel a bit conflicted. Mm. I must say I do as well. 
seeing this place in person and how beautiful and peaceful it is and hearing Lady Arwen speak of their vault here, I am not certain, as certain as I was before, about bequeathing our item yes. to such a place. Uh, a thought has come to me at night as I was lying there thinking about wanting to go home. And I think to myself, or I tell you all, now, this Palantir, it was lost for a long, long time inside that pearl, right? Mm. What if we just seal it back inside that pearl? Well, and how would you be able to change that clasp into something a little more permanent? I mean, there's smiths that could just seal it, right? Well, I mean, not as well as if I'd never cut it open in the first place. But yeah, yes. Of course, of course, but if we were to seal it like that permanently, it might be safer here anyway. It's true. If it inside was inside their vault, inside the pearl, which was encased in, say, a metal. Perhaps. And to that end, I, as much as I don't want to change this place, it isn't ours to say. No, of course not. Uh, but it is a burden rather than a gift. We Indeed. came here knowing we brought a burden with us. Perhaps it is better for this oh, mysterious, powerful thing to once again be lost, just in a more deliberate way. I, I have seen strange things. That, that doom of Anuminas, mm. the, the burnt beasts, and now this strange, dark, cloaked creature that follows us. I am incredibly afraid mm. of what is trailing us here. And I would rather these dark things be lost to time rather than be spoken of in legends. If, if there are songs to be sung, about us and about what we have done. I think those songs must remain unsung. For I do not want any of those words, those lyrics, the tunes to lead to the Shire. Agreed. Agreed. Oh, indeed. Then let us besiege Lord Elrond with all that we can give. Yes, I, I. At the very least, perhaps he'll have a better idea than the rest of us. Might I. Might I start us? Oh, of course. Of course. Yes, of course. Edmund, oh. I look at you. We have walked many, many miles together, haven't we? Yes, we have. I trust you. I value that trust deeply. I value you all. Your counsel 
your company. I know that you shall speak words well and good for all of us. I hope so. Shall we then? Yes. Onward. Then Erland, dressed in the nicest clothes, just really kind of an alteration what he normally wears, <laughs> uh, and holding one of his new books, mm-hmm. makes them very obviously done with their meal and yeah. present. All right. All right. Uh, then uh, you are escorted um, by some um, finely dressed elves. They are definitely not like the the kind of scouts you saw yesterday. Um, they are in uh, you call them manjamas. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like beautiful, flowing like robes um, that uh, are more subdued in tone. A lot of greens and tans and browns, but like. Beautiful cloth. It's like seeing like rich green velvets. It's like, oh, it's green, but it's it's so beautiful. And it's got like this beautiful depth and texture to all of it. Um, but it's much lighter. It's it doesn't have like the weight of velvet. It's like very billowy, and you get like those beautiful kind of like breeze shots where like it just kind of swirls about. Um and uh they come and they uh beckon you to then uh, say that El- Lord Elron is ready to receive you. Um, and they walk you, your uh, your rooms that you were staying in are kind of across kind of the center courtyard. Um, you cross the courtyard, you go up the steps, and you enter again the Hall of Fire. And you walk through there. The fire's still burning. Like, it seems to burn constantly in this room. Um, although there's no one here and, and right now. There's nobody, like, meandering about or singing or chatting with each other. Um, so you walk kind of around the, t- the upper level um, and looking down at the fire and pass that into um, what is a uh, a large room with uh, many seats and uh, a kind of a, a larger lifted area that has a large chair on it. It's kind of, it's basically a throne room. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, uh, but again, like, beautiful, but like, kind of relaxed in a way. This throne is incredibly beautifully carved wood. Um, There's not gems everywhere. Um, But on this throne is who you can only assume is Lord Elrond. And uh, he has the kind of weight and presence of uh, Círdan, but in a very different way. So Círdan was jovial and friendly, but had the 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 command and kind of like uh, like the presence of and not so much with all of you, definitely with Erland, but not everyone else. Like there was a presence of a captain who was being friendly to you, but like was master of his domain that everyone would like on a whim, like they would like jump and and uh, jump to and do. The things, but he was being very friendly with you. He he was often very formal in his movements, and you could tell he had this great physical strength from doing labor. You get a very different feeling from Lord Elrond. So Elrond is sitting, and he's very kind of relaxed in his chair, 
Um, there's someone kind of singing in the corner. Um, he is holding a book and reading it. Um, he has the presence of, like, royalty and a king. Well, Kyrdin had the presence of someone who's worked hard his whole life to get, to earn the respect and can do everyone's job well enough to earn their respect. So it's that vibe of a captain versus a born noble. Uh, you still get the feeling that every single person in this room would absolutely follow his <laughs> Elrond's order on a, a whim, but it is more the weight of lineage and the power that comes with um, who he is more than what he can do. Um, but you do get all, it also, like, as he moves, you can tell that he, <laughs> he, he, is, he has seen some stuff. He is obviously, while he's not in, uh, you know, as, quite as stunning and his, as his sons are, <laughs> or his daughter, who's beautiful, he is still, like, very handsome and ageless. Um, he's not balding. Um, <laughs> no judging, but you did a great job. But, uh, you know, and... Uh, and, yeah, he is also a warrior. He has been through some of the most dark and fearsome battles that have ever taken place on, on Earth. Um, and while not all of you know that, uh, you all have seen fighters, and you've all seen how they move. And he moves as someone who has wielded a sword in battle. And who knows how many foes have been mm -hmm. ended by him. Um, any questions about what you're seeing? No? Okay. Sorry, you look like you're about to say something, Dave. No, no. Okay. Um, but he does not, uh, he's not unfriendly seeming, but there's just a little bit more of like a, uh, an air of like unapproachability about him that you did not get with Kyrdin. Um, and in fact, he's literally above you on a <laughs> raised dais on a throne. Um, and when he sees you come in, he, like, closes his book and he sets it down on this little side table that's sitting next to him. Uh, and he nods to the singer who then stops and, like, bows their head and kind of takes a step back. Um, and he looks out at you and, uh, he's got, uh, pale skin, <clears throat> dark hair like his daughter's. Um, it also has kind of a woven kind of circlet that then had, goes into small chains, but his is not quite as long. Um, although it has kind of the same, like, curls that she does, you can kind of be like, oh, that's your dad. Um, <laughs> uh, and just a little bit of backstory for those of you who don't necessarily know. Um, so he's lived in Middle Earth for thousands of years, although he's not old enough to have seen the trees and such things. Um, he is called Elrond Half-Elven because he literally is half-elven. He, he has lineage from both um, elves and the like great races of man from previous generations. Um, and in fact, his brother and him were given the choice many, 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 many years ago. You get to choose. Do you want to be of men or do you want to be of elves? Elrond chose to be of elves. His brother chose to be of men and became the first king of Numenor. So of the great island nation that eventually, spoilers, was destroyed. Thank yeah, thank you. Don't, don't, don't cross the Valar. Um, anyway, and the survivors came, and they were the people who settled um, Anuminus and stuff like that. So his brother is the beginning of that entire line of people mm. wow. back many, many, many generations. Um, so he's old um, and wise, but also has 
uh, a soft spot, a soft spot for humans in a way many elves do not. Um, and yeah, Arwen is his daughter. He was married, wed to Galadriel's daughter. Um, Galadriel and Lord Celeborn had a daughter, daughter named Celebran, and they were married and had a bunch of kids, a set of twins, pretty girl. Um, she had to leave unexpectedly and through a whole nother long story, which I won't tell now. Dramatic and sad. Yeah, dramatic and, <laughs> everything is dramatic and sad eventually with the elves. Um, so he's here being a cool single dad and like his like indoor outdoor living space. <laughs> <laughs> We're quite the picture of Elrond tonight. (laughs) It's vibes. We're we're very vibing here. Um, So, yes. And uh, uh, he was at one point, uh, let's see. Yes. Um, Yeah. I think that's all the most important information. Uh, Also, he has a really nice ring on his finger. Mm. Not the ring. No, a, mm-hmm. a very important a ring. A ring. <laughs> capital R ring, just not the yeah, yeah. capital R ring. <laughs> so, um, three for the elves. Mm-hmm. Okay. Erlen enters with a very deep bow. Okay. Oh, uh, my guests. Welcome. Uh, I, my daughter has told me... Uh, Quite a lot about you. She had an enjoyable time uh, giving you a tour of our home last night. So thank you very much for uh, being so kind with her. Thank you for allowing us to have this audience with you, Lord Elrond. Uh, I must say that though I welcome you into my lands and I know you pose no direct threat yourselves, no one comes all this way without needing something. And uh, before we spend too much time on the pleasantries, you are my guests and that will not change, but I do need to uh, know why it is you've come. For there is a hesitancy behind your eyes that tells me that it is not all good news. I will impart to you the most important uh, of information, um, as well as a gift um, that also comes with more information. This book, and he holds out one of the five books that he just finished binding um, and offers it to Lord Elrond, was made of the skin of a beast that was threatening the Shire. Indeed. A creature of great darkness. Not... A creature of light. We have been following and seeing signs of ills in this land for quite a while and touched a few ourselves. To that end, we, while aiding the Dunedain, discovered something that we have here in our possession safely of great concern. We bring to you a Palantir, Lord Elrond. Like he seems like taken aback, like very composed, but even that, like that was not what he was expecting. <laughs> you you have it with you. Yes. I just pat my hip. 
Indeed. Very well. And he... If you could give us a moment. And he kind of waves his hand. And everyone melts away. (laughs) (laughs) You're you're sure it is a Palantir? Quite sure. Very certain through experiential testing. Unfortunately. You have used it. Yes. I'll pull out one of my sketches. You saw the trees. Indeed. It was a wonderful experience for me. But not for all. No. Lord Kyrdin has also seen it and um, given it his validity. He would know. I... uh... Please keep it put away. Oh, it's uh, quite safe, I assure you. And indeed, it. What what is that? It's in. Uh, a pearl, a part of a creature that bedeviled the lake of Anuminus that I don't remember the name of without looking. <laughs> the doom of Anuminus. Yeah. Well, that was the creature, but uh, yeah. the lake had a different name. Oh, uh, uh then. Um... Nen means water. That, that <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. That, that's the word that I was searching for. Yeah. Out of character. But it's, yeah. 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 Uh, oh, wheel. Nen- there, yeah, there it is. Yeah. I'm like, wait, let's break down the parts of the word. <laughs> yeah, me too. I was like, Nen. Nen is water, and let's see. Yeah. Um. Indeed. Well. The and what? Why have you brought it here? Seeking your counsel, if not um, the wisdom of someone who knows how to deal with such ancient terrors. And there's like like a darkness kind of creeps over his generally very friendly, relaxed California face. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is the vibe I'm setting for Rivendell. I don't know why this has happened, but okay. Um... I have seen darkness. I have seen the very face of darkness. I, the Palantir are, the Palantir are mysterious. And there are those who say they cannot be destroyed, but there are many who, who assume that great fire, uh, such as that of uh, an old dragon's fire, or indeed perhaps of the fire of Rodurin may be able to burn such a thing. I believe uh, you call it uh, Mount Doom. Uh, It would be able to destroy such a thing. Short of walking into our absolute destruction, and for lack of dragons these days. You'd be surprised. Quite recently, in fact, it's... I heard. Quite amazing. But... What would you do? (sighs) 
It is a temptation. I love knowledge. But for the good of my people, I would not want to use it here. For those who seek it also seek this place. And we have, as you I'm sure noticed, gone through great lengths to keep ourselves hidden. And you never know what knowledge may be gained through a Palantir. It may just be a visual, but for all we know, the, a slight bit of vision, a leaf that blows through what they see could give us away and give away our location. And I would not risk the lives of all those here for even the greatest knowledge. And they are watching. They are always watching. As you've no doubt noticed, and as you've described, shadow builds. It is growing again. And though we had once had the opportunity to snuff it out for all time, we missed that opportunity. And so it grows, like weeds in a garden, slowly at first, so you almost don't notice them until it becomes a large problem and starts snuffing out the life that you want there. And he looks like genuinely sad at this moment. I... Uh, throwing it into the sea may be a way, but <laughs> it seems that you, this one has found a way to even save itself from such a dark fate as that. Indeed. It's such a strange, strange thing. What is it that my limited wisdom, sorry, what is it that you wish to do once you have my limited wisdom on such things? I know much less of them than Kierden. I think what we seek is a safe place for this object to rest so that it is not a seed out in the world sprouting more darkness. We saw the havoc it created going into the sea, being swallowed by a fish, and being the scourge of the Dunedain for generations. Keeping it from the hands of those who would use it for evil and not letting it fall into even the hands of an animal that could become a tool of darkness. That is what we seek. That is a large ask. And we're going to do a council. 
<laughs> okay, so first thing, uh, to qualify as a council, a meeting must be a formal gathering during which the stakes are high <gasps> and from whose outcome the company stands to win or lose something valuable. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think this counts. Yeah. Uh, before the council begins, the company should agree on what they hope to achieve from it, which we've already done. So you're hoping to leave. Please take Please take, yeah, take <laughs> our scary stone away from us. Well, Keep it here. Or tell I, us I'm where to put accept, it. I'm like, advice on a place that would be better to keep it. I think Erlen's ultimate goal would be for it to stay here, but if for nothing else, mm-hmm. then right. where yeah. do we put it? Where do we take yeah. it? Yeah. I please, mean, please take. Plan yeah. B. Please where tell go? us where to take it. Yeah, where yeah. go? <laughs> yeah, I think that's what it's going to be. Plan, you're asking them to keep it. If he doesn't keep it, he's not going to be like, get out of my get, house. Yeah, get out of my house. Yeah. Like, he's going to give you advice on what to yeah, do. Yeah. But yeah, you need to convince him uh, to, that <sighs> this is the... The thing to do. Um, so, uh, to achieve their goal, the company must achieve a number of successes matching the resistance value set by the lore master oh. within a time limit, <laughs> a limited oh number of attempts. Uh, consequences flow from the main role rules. So, set resistance. So, you have an outrageous aqu- request. Yes, we do. <laughs> yeah. The company bids the folk encountered to do something dangerous with scant possibility of reward. You're asking Lord Elrond to take a incredibly dangerous object into his home and keep it in his vaults. Um, so it is a nine is the number of uh, successes you need to have. I'm going to have it drop down one, so I'm going to have it be eight because one, he does have vaults here. Two, there's also an even scarier proposition of having you just carrying it around the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he seems yep. like... Okay, this isn't the best plan either. <laughs> Just I mean, carrying it around. Yeah. It, it can also be tremendously positive. I cannot stress this enough. <laughs> <laughs> Says the one person in recent history that yes. has it. I mean, Lord Kierden's doing fine. He has one on the regular. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. Um, so. Heck, they could even talk to each other once in a while. Just put a note on it. Only look west. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the company elects a spokesperson to present themselves to the folk encountered. Um, you've already kind of done an introduction, but that's all right. This is the actual, like, ask. Mechanical. Since you've done the first ask, I'm going to have you make the first roll. Okay. Uh, it's okay. You're going to make an awe, courtesy, or riddle skill Courtesy, roll. please. Yeah. <laughs> Putting that ring on. Yeah. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> Sorry, Elrond. No, it's cool. <laughs> Putting the whammy on Elrond. <laughs> and this will determine the council's time limit. Okay. All right. So on a success, uh, uh, the time limit is resistance plus one for each Teguar icon rolled. We're burning all of the fellowship points. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 I was gonna say, can I use a fellowship go, point, please? Go to hope. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. This is our hope. Our last hope. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So uh, courtesy. Yeah. So it's. Uh, we use a fel- fellowship point. Yeah. yeah. So you have uh, so a resistance of eight, and then plus one for each tanguar you roll. Okay. If it's a success. So a resistance to... of eight. That's, yeah. Well, that's your resistance from before. That's what you have to reach. This is the part you want to get high on. Oh! Ooh. I got a Gandalf and a tanguar. Okay. Ooh. In your face, Elrond. <laughs> All right. Big whammy. <laughs> so you have. You're just like. No! 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 So you have a time limit of nine, which is All right. good. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> we can mess up once. Yeah, yeah, I got, let's see. My target number is 12, and I got 24, 
25, 29. Okay. I'm gonna give you an extra one since you got a Tangwar, or since you got a Gandalf rune too. Okay. So you're gonna have 10. Whoa. So you okay. have a time limit of 10. <laughs> okay. So players are gonna describe their conduct and then make appropriate skill rolls to accumulate enough successes to match or exceed the resistance. Okay. Uh, you can roll in Hearten, Insight, Persuade, Riddle, and or Song. Okay, on a success, a Tanguar yields an additional success. Okay, so you have to roll that. So you basically have to get eight of these mm -hmm. in ten okay. tries. Can but I, a Tanguar equals an extra one, so. Can I make a plea, oh great mighty Game Master, since I also gave him a very nice book for that mm -hmm. to be one of the things that we that I can roll? Yeah, I will give you an extra die on okay. your... On I was going to ask if I could just roll craft, because I gave him a thing that I made. Oh, um, yeah. I'll let you for your first roll, skills. yes. I'll let you roll that if you're going to do it. Um, so, let's see. We're going to say that he is open, so that just means that there's no plus or minus die. He's open to this proposition because he realizes the danger that this poses and having four very nice but kind of thrown together <laughs> like strange adventurers carrying this around is not the best idea. But also it's like, I don't know if I want this in my house. So he's just open. He's kind of neutral and willing to be uh, willing to, to be uh, convinced. Uh, so are you going to go first then, Erland? Yeah, if that's all right with everybody. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're gonna say that that go ahead. We're gonna go ahead and uh, and uh, we're gonna say that you're giving him that book was kind of the first step. So go ahead and roll craft for this one. Oh, big success! Okay, Gandalf rune Tanguar, yes. well beat my TN. Okay, so we get two successes out of our eight on our first roll. Yeah. Big so, money. Big money, money. Uh, Elrond loves books. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this is a very good book. Again, this was I See You. Yeah. <laughs> and he was very impressed by this. He was also impressed by the fact that you defeated these beasts and that you were that you have given him the information that this darkness has been infiltrating even the Shire. Mm -hmm. Like, that makes him very nervous, and it makes him want to have this mm -hmm. item somewhere where he can keep, you know, keep it protected. And he knows that in the world, like, Rivendell is one of the only places that can kind of stand against the darkness, at least for a little while. So, all right. Who's next? You can do Enhearten, Insight, Persuade, Riddle, or Song. Also, his book is now fireproof. Yeah, that's cool. That's super cool. Uh, I'll give it a shot, actually. Okay. So, uh, first of all, I'm going to burn a hope point okay. for that. Uh, so, I have two pips in Song, and I'm favored. Okay. So I'm going to burn a whole point to add a third die. Yeah. Can I actually pull out my beaten lute and <gasps> sing a song about how the hobbits, so, you know, I noticed the ring on its finger, how rings were given to the dwarves, the elves, and man. But the hobbits were spared that. Oh. And that we would like to be sort of at least a haven from that, from this sort of darkness that's coming in, mm -hmm. would I be able to add a die for using my lute to sing that song? Um, I'm going to say no. No is a perfectly fine answer. Yeah, I, you've got a lot of bonuses already. I'm still, yeah, rolling favored with yeah, an extra I, die, so. And the lute is off. Wait, the lute wasn't what was blessed by the lady, right? No, it, it was your armor. No, okay. this is like one of my, it's my, one of my sort of big primary items. So. Okay. Okay, here we go. 
Okay, that is that is certainly a success. 9, uh, 12, 14, 18 with the Tanguar. It's a oh, great success. Awesome. Okay. Oh. So that's four out of eight so far. Eight. Nice job. Two rolls. Yeah. I'm on the ropes. I know. <laughs> Softening him up. So he is very moved by this. And he kind of like, like, kind of like strokes his, puts his hand on his ring and kind of like runs his fingers over it and smiles at you a little bit sadly. Uh, and the rings give us the power to protect ourselves now, but they come at a great cost. It is brave of you to face these dangers, Master Hobbit. I'm not going to sing the songs that Hobbits sing that were like, why didn't we get a ring? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if most, yeah, I doubt even most Hobbits even know yeah, the rings, yeah, honestly. Yeah, like yeah. you do, because like, look at who the company you keep. Yep. <laughs> but most elves are like, what do you mean rings? Or hobbits. Hobbit, yeah. Yeah. yeah, most hobbits. <laughs> I was definitely like, oh yeah, the rings. Oh yeah, the rings. Though. <laughs> the rings. Sorry about that. So, <laughs> our bad. Yeah. I find the idea of a hobbit with a ring delightful. <laughs> Just like a hobbit with a palantir. By <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the way, yeah, it's all good. Uh, there's a lot of books about it. Right? <laughs> no, but, you know, I, I want like like a hobbit with a ring that knows what they're doing. Oh, okay. yeah, sure. Okay. Intentionally what? got Bilbo Baggins right? doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> like a hobbit, like a hobbit warlord or something. It's just <laughs> now when hobbits keep the ring, they become bomb. Yeah, that's it. Well, that's that ring. Yeah. We don't know what. Oh, one, the other. Yeah, okay. Like, like if there had been one made for a mm-hmm. hobbit. Who knows what it would do? Food. It's just some the best food. chef. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're just. I'm a little hungry, and they just reach in the pack, and out comes. Yep. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm ruining our council now. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Uh, I'm gonna try and hearten. Okay. Um. In character, like out of character, question about something that I would possibly do. Mm-hmm. Would it be rude to do a little magic? Like, uh... Like, specifically, I had had chosen in Harton as one of my things with my broken old dwarven spells. Oh, yeah, okay, that's fine. Okay. Um, as long as it's not malicious, I think that would be fine. No, no, and it's not, like, weird... Yeah. Like, I'm affecting your mind. No, it's just... Yeah. For a moment, I forgot. I'm like, are you going to have him pick up card? Like, what's going <laughs> on? Pull a rabbit out of a hat. <laughs> Listen, you're going to do it to any of the <laughs> elf lords. Elrond is the one to do it to. But... <laughs> Maybe not right now. Yeah. <laughs> you killed me. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I ruined our town oh, even more. Wow. <laughs> so, so, yeah, like oh. legit dwarven magic. Yes, that's absolutely something you can do. <laughs> I envision Hannah now as, as the dwarven version of... Uh, uh, what's his, uh, Tomlinson, uh, oh. the guy in Bedknobs and Broomsticks? Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> With the fold-out thing, and he's yeah. like, you can hit the glass and it won't break, Smash! Oh, no, no look over there! <laughs> All right. Oh. You may roll in Harton. All right. Um, I think, like, Hanar kind of stands up, and he hits his chest a few times, mm-hmm. and the voice that comes out as he starts to talk is not the voice you guys know. Like, it is just, the best way I could describe it would be of the mountain, right? Like, it is just, 
It is two ancient boulders that have grown together to make a voice. Um, to sort of... I think he probably tells the tale of, like, it's strange for a dwarf not to know how to keep something safe. Mm. Like, we build giant fortresses, and apparently that isn't good enough. Mm -hmm. Right? A, a dragon came and took one away from us. We'd just gotten it back. Mm -hmm. What else can show up if this were to be kept there? That kind of a thing. Yeah. Okay. Oh, no. Well, I still made it. Okay. Okay. Uh, just by, by, like, on the money. Um, okay. But I got an eye. Oh. Oh, no. All right. <laughs> For a success with a woe. Wait, were uh, you rolling favored? No. Oh, I thought you said you were rolling favored. No, I got mm -hmm. an extra success uh, die because uh, of the magic, yeah. Uh, let's see. If a company fails to match or beat the resistance rating within... Oh, sorry. No, this is at the end. The consequences. Um. So I think it still is a success, though. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, I made it to the number, just mm -hmm. I got the eye. Hmm. I feel like the eye needs to do something. Um, I'm going to say... I'm going to do like a half. A half? Yeah. We're at three and a half? No, you're at four and a half. Or, I mean, I'm counting down. Oh, so, oh, yeah. oh yes, sorry. Or... Instead of making it half, because that makes it complicated. Yeah. Uh, do you want to make it so like the next roll is it's harder? Like, uh, we'll do that. Yeah. That so makes he. Sense. I like that. That's much better. Um, yeah, halves are a little confusing. <laughs> like. Because uh, um, so, yeah. we're gonna make it over by half. <laughs> we're yeah. Not gonna yeah. So your description of this uh, makes him think that. Maybe, you know, yes, the dwarves lost to Smaug, but he's now been taken care of. There aren't any other great dragons. Actually having, you know, like getting into a dwarven stronghold is quite a task. And he's kind of now thinking, maybe that's a better place for this. <laughs> he wouldn't ever really want to send it to the dwarves, but he's now thinking, trying to think of alternatives in his mind of yeah. places other than... Uh, Rivendell that might be a bit more fortified um, and not be where his daughter and children are. Mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah. So we'll... Maybe this is why she goes and lives somewhere else for a while. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So, um, we are going to have the next person to roll. Bruna. Uh, you're gonna sorry. Roll, you're going to roll ill-favored. Okay. My bad. Sharing um, the love. So you can roll in Hearten, Insight, Persuade, Riddle, or Song. We're going Persuade and okay. I'm going to burn a hope. Okay. And you're going to roll two d12s and take the lower one. Dice. Please cooperate. I don't know if that's better. <laughs> uh... Actually, yeah, it is better. I'm going to take the lower one. Wait, the lower one is... That would be the worst outcome. But it's not the lower number. It's technically a one. Bitch. Oh, it's so the thing. Yeah, I got the the eye. <laughs> but you, did uh, you no. succeed? But I do succeed. Okay. Mm. Well, we'll do it again. Yeah. 
We'll get. Oh no. Yeah. Just like just pass him the buck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So we'll get one success, so we're at five, six, so we need two more successes. Uh, so the next person to go, anyone can go this time, because we don't have to go in the same order every time. Does anyone else have an idea of what they'd like to do? Um, actually, I would like to use Riddle mm, okay. uh, to start asking the council some probing questions about the possible consequences of what happens if this thing mm. remains out in the world mm. instead of being somewhere safe. I like that. Where everyone can see. All right. I'm going to burn one more hope point. Okay, and you're rolling ill-favored. I am rolling ill-favored, but I do have four success dice on this. Okay. So, come on, come on, double Gandalf rooms. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh my lord. Okay, so I rolled a two on my feet die, but it is an X. Oh, hold on, hold on. My target number is 14. It is an extraordinary success. Um, I get, and I just want to total this up. Uh, 12, 15, 20, 22 with oh. two Tangwars. Oh! An extraordinary success. Good that, job, sausage. It. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, you are at... If I had eight. glasses, I'd be like... Steam. Yeah. yeah. Step up onto like a podium. <laughs> yeah, start you... Start on my PowerPoint presentation. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, actually, hold on. <laughs> All right, you absolutely uh, succeed. And... Uh, the, this is the, the, the thing that, the thread that you pull on that kind of unravels uh, Elrond's resistance. The, the thought of having this possibly be uh, taken from you, even though you have the best intentions, and then put to the use of the enemy is just not something that he can abide. Um, you have made your point, and I... We'll take this burden and keep it in our vaults. Thank M you. Might I keep the casing that it's in? Oh, of, of course. And I'll <laughs> pull it out. He, he like gently takes it, almost like it, it's going to like attack him or bite him. He's like very ginger, <laughs> I, a little nervous about it. I think that there's actually like a second where like I don't let go <laughs> immediately, mm -hmm. but then I do. Okay. Like. Just a, enough hesitance that, like, he probably felt it, and mm -hmm. then... Mm -hmm. um, thank you. I will get the casing back to you. I have something that it may be kept in, but for now, it, before you leave, oh. you'll have it back. Oh, please, as long as you require. If, if that is its permanent home, it would not be a problem. Indeed. Uh, I am hesitant. This is what it was in when you retrieved it? Yes. Yes. And there was something mighty fierce attached to it. Indeed, yes. it would have to be. And if we could, you haven't told him what that was, right? Um, There was mention of it. Briefly, yeah. mentioned the briefly mentioned what it was, yeah. The fish. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we couldn't hold back, like, yeah. what yeah. horrible thing yeah. was toting this thing around and banging it into us. Yes. Well, I, uh, I hesitate to keep it encased in something created by such darkness. Mm. But uh, I will return it to you. Uh, he, like, raises his hand, um, and then one of his sons comes in. Um, he's not going to just hand this off to anyone. Um, mm -hmm. Can't tell which one. One of them. Yeah, one of them. <laughs> They're twins. Tall, uh, dark-haired, beautiful. Beautiful. I'm doing good. So beautiful. <laughs> hands it to him and like gives him like a knowing look and his 
son looks very serious and somber and nods and like quickly ushers it away. Um, and <sighs> rest here for a few days. Would you, are you, will you return to Midland? I'm not sure where our journeys will take us next. Indeed. Well, I will give you what help I may. I have a trusted uh, friend that I will perhaps send with you on your journeys. Uh, a bit of an escort. Um, someone to help guide you wherever it is you wish to go next and keep you safe. That'd be appreciated. Um, uh, I will send for them and you'll meet them soon. <clears throat> Wonderful. Thank you, Lord Elrond. It is my pleasure. Though you brought darkness here, your bravery is to be commended. Thank you for all that you have done. And for the stout hearts and the wisdom that you've shown in this undertaking. We bow and yeah. take our leave. And he, he bows to you, Tony. Namari. Namari. And he does speak Quenya on purpose. And, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then turns and follows to where his son had walked. <gasps> that went surprisingly well. <laughs> Very well. It is a relief to know that. That thing is in more, um, well, is in safer hands. Yes. Oh, I'm going to go rest, I think. That seems like a good idea. Yes. What about you both? I, I, I think I should try and find Lady Arwen again. Hmm. She did mention that she would show me the vault. Um, I will find her later, though. What about you, Sausage? I believe I need a little time to myself. This has been such a, such an ordeal. I am going to find some place nice and hot, and I am going to breathe in the air of the forest and play some songs. Sounds quite lovely. Mm. I'll listen for it on the wind. <laughs> I had my eye on a nice tree next to a waterfall. <laughs> I think I'm in for a good climb. I promise not to fall down the waterfall. Again. Don't make promises you can't keep. <laughs> um, I know we are way over time. Thank you all for being patient. Um, <laughs> But I do want us to kind of uh, wrap some things up. You're climbing the waterfall is like the delight of many elves. You, you, <laughs> you end up like turning and you see uh, like there's actually quite a collection. You have an audience kind of all, oh, um, and such things. Um, did we want a final scene of some sort or did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah I think so. Um, as the sun starts to set and the golden hour begins to um, you know, turn the tops of the trees this beautiful orange. Um, 
you'll all kind of converge and you'll find sausage just standing at a balcony you know hands up at the railing like so um well one hand up at the railing you see the other hand is again clutching that object that you weren't sure what it was mm -hmm. and then you recognize it as as a handkerchief mm. you know with that little um blossom inside and i just hold on to it and i'm keeping it close to my heart and um when i hear you all approach there's a sort of startle oh. and i turn to you all and i say am i fellowship this journey has been long. It has been eventful. But coming here and seeing the peace of this place, seeing beautiful Lady Arwen, but mostly speaking to the defense of the Shire has made me realize that my heart is not just somewhere, but with someone. Um, and I kind of take fond looks at all of you. And I say, well, first of all, to Hanar, I say, Hanar, it has been incredibly joyful to see the world in your eyes. You have traveled so far, spoken to so many, seen so many different lands that I, oh, I had no clue I would be able to reach. It has been truly wonderful to be by your side. Rona, I never thought I would find another family outside of the Shire, but you, you gave me another mum and another grandam, but also you gave me you. This sister I never had. And family that I never really had, even growing up in the Shire. I am going to miss your climbs and climbing after you and going on these adventures, these tricks with you. Oh, the things you've seen, the lengths of the days you've lived in this world. I'm never going to be able to touch even a fraction of it. But, oh, the sea that you showed me, the salt air that I breathed, the wonderful tales and songs you shared. I cannot wait to share those with Petunia. And I cannot wait to share everything we've had with Petunia. And I cannot wait to share a life with her as long as she will have me. I'm sorry. It's all right, Petunia. <laughs> you don't worry about it, no. Um, uh, I say, um, my fellowship. I must follow my heart now. And I'm afraid that I must... I must face the rest of my days in the Shire. Hoping to keep it safe from within. And be close to this new love that I had found. 
I didn't even know that I had in me. My door will always be open to you. And make always open to you and are. Excellent. Um, Sausage. Yes. You have left an indelible mark that almost no hobbit has ever left on this world, and it will never be forgotten. Not in song, not even in the undying lands beyond. No, no. The one thing that I am going to ask of you is that my tale remain unsung. For I want no word to lead anyone or anything to the Shire. You may take my memory with you. You may keep it in your books, but I must fade into obscurity. For fame and fortune, I have learned, chase it as I have these times that we've spent. It is sometimes more a burden than a gift. Sing your songs, tell your tales. My name must never grace any of them. We will keep your songs in our heart and off of our lips. As if we must. Keep yours in mine. Those legends and tales of fantastical <laughs> stories that I will be telling Petunia. Maybe my my own progeny. We shall see. <laughs> I hope so. Sausage. My good friend, my brother, <laughs> I will miss you. I will miss adventuring with you, but I am so happy for you, and it makes my heart so full to see you speak of Petunia. <laughs> and please know that you will always be a part of my family, and now Petunia will. Mm. I welcome um, her as a sister. I I just start, like, at that point, tears stream from my eyes, and I kind of, like, hope, I kind of clutch at all of you, and I pull you all near. Um, I'm going to, uh, you know, I, I need a little time to compose myself. Mm-hmm. And so as uh, the embrace breaks, I will sing, yeah, one last lyric, that lyric that I said about, you know, it's hard to say goodbye to uh, those who are your closest to, the people you haven't met. At least you don't have to say goodbye yet. Mm-hmm. And then I will turn and sort of walk and just kind of find solace. And I think each of you in your heart knows that I need this time. Um, I think that I think that sausage needs to sort of fade away. Mm-hmm. And so as the night you know draws and you all kind of go into your beds, I'm actually going to pack my stuff. I'm going to saddle up uh, cheese, and I'm going to start riding back to the Shire, you know, to kind of reflect on everything that's happened with all of us. Mm-hmm. And then and when you all wake up, you realize that I'm gone, and you can only speculate, you know, kind of envision walking, you know, my, my horse kind of clip-clopping back into the Shire to be welcomed uh, into a new life.
Beautiful. Thank you so much. Um, and, yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, what you may or may not be aware of as you leave Rivendell is uh, Elrond has sent um, some elves to kind of guard you as you mm. kind of leave. Um, so they walk, they go with you up into the, just when it becomes wildlands. Um, so then you can make the, the, your way back to Bree and the rest of the Shire on your own. Um, and yeah, and this, uh, the amazing Burl Sausage Brandy Bottom exits our tale at this Aww. point. So thank you, Jay, so much for being a part of our tale. Oh my gosh. Thank you all. This has been a wonderful, <laughs> wonderful story. Yeah. Um, and you know, I would say game, but it's not because <laughs> it has been just this incredible tale through and through. Thank you. So oh. thank you. Yeah. Everyone. Thank you. So amazing time. Yeah, so much. You did such a great job at that. I can't I was like <laughs> oh tearing up. I was like, oh my gosh. Um, um so yeah, Jay, because of real life, which always gets in the way of all our fun. Um, has to step away from right, right now. He might be able to sub in sometimes. We will be. <laughs> I know. Uh, they did no, so good. So, so much, good. No tears. Like all the tears. Um, uh, we will be having someone new joining our adventuring party next week. You'll get to meet them then. Um, and yeah, we'll see how that all works. Yeah. So, and that was just, I have to say, like one of the most amazing exits to a game I've ever heard. That was yeah, amazing, gosh. Jay. It's, you know, it's all of you. It's all of you. It's all like all this, this relationships that we've built. <laughs> so much to work with. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I love it. I have loved every single moment of this. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to stop there. So we will, next session, wake up with three of you still in Rivendell. Mm. And we will see where everything goes after this in our fellowship. Um... And okay, so getting over <laughs> I know that amazing, amazing thing. Um, so thank you all for joining us. Uh, whether you're listening or watching, we really appreciate you being part of our story and being here with us. Um, thank you so much to our chat mods for your hard work. James V, you're amazing. Um, thank you to our amazing Patreons who keep us ad-free and independent. It's because of you we get to play any game we want and not have to worry about sponsorships or ad revenue. So thank you so much for keeping us going and keeping us, like, our journalistic integrity. I don't know. <laughs> our playing game integrity? I don't know. Uh, you can join their heroic ranks at happyjacks.org slash Patreon. Um, and uh, let's go around the table. Let's start. Where did we start this last time? We started with Dave Okay, tonight, so we'll so start with... Ah! That's me. <laughs> Hello. Uh, I'm Sam. I've been Runa of Bree, your friendly neighborhood tree climbing treasure hunter. Um, I have feelings. Hold on. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um, you can find me on the internets at Red Pandroid um, and here on Mondays playing this amazing, wonderful game with this delightful cast. We will miss you so much, Jay. Yeah. Um, I do some art. And if you want to check it out, you can go to um, Kimmy's Amazing Game Decima to see the art I did on, uh, so for good. her tarot cards, which yes. are wonderful. Um, yes. And yes, they are they are wonderful because of you. Mm -hmm. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I complimented myself. Um, <laughs> I also just today soft launched my spring collection of delightfully weird clothing that you can buy um, in my store, um, stiarnastore.com. Um, you can get, find links to it on my social. Um, and you can go check it out at the shop. Um, it is a little bit of like a rainbow nightmare. Um, so if you like creepy things and bright colors, go check it out. Yeah.
Hi, everybody. I'm Kai. I've been crying. I mean, Erlen. <laughs> right? Jay, I'm sincerely going to miss you and Sausage so much at this game. <laughs> uh, um, okay. The end spiel. Hello. Um, you can find me on all social media platforms as Estelle of Imladris. Um, we know what Imladris is now. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Um... And is there some random elf named Estelle? <laughs> <laughs> it's actually, it's Aragorn. It's Aragorn. Oh, oh. Um, That's his name, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yes, hey, my secret's out. My screen name is just Aragorn. Um, <laughs> weird. Um, tomorrow, the, second, the third episode of the web series that I was the costume designer for called The Party, uh, which you can find at Party Web Series on all social media platforms, it is a web series about friends that play tabletop games together. Holy wild. It is a comedy series. They're all really short episodes, and it is a full blast. So check it out. It's free on YouTube. And then I also dropped a new episode of the podcast that I am in from the Lore Brewery that is a fairy tale 5e adventure called Far, Far Away yesterday, where you see what happens um, after you fight a giant dragon goose monster. <laughs> yep, it went really well. I play a horrible boy there. Untitled um, dragon goose monster game. Yeah. <laughs> uh oh, Dave's next game. Uh, Steals your picnic basket. <laughs> These are so, yeah, terrible. Uh, and you can find me here in a week, probably still crying. Yeah. <laughs> um, hello, everybody. I'm Jay. I was Burl Sausage Brandy Bottom. Um, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna promote my socials because right now all I want to do is say thank you to Dave. Thank you to Kai. Thank you to Sam for being a wonderful fellowship. Thank you so much to Kimmy for bringing me on board, for being an awesome lore master. And thank you all so much for watching, um, you know, my tenure here, and um, for coming along on this journey with all of us. Um, I can't wait to, you know, hear the continuing adventures of the Unsung Tales, and I hope you will all follow along too, of course. Um, I can't wait to see what the new party member brings to I the know. fellowship. Oh my god, so, I'm very excited. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Uh, hi everybody, I'm Dave, um, and I need to hunt down that other bard guy now. What? The, oh. You know the one that we all <laughs> annoyed by? Oh, oh yeah, the Benedict. Benedict. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I gotta hunt that guy down just to make sure he doesn't sing about songs. Oh yeah, we're gonna have oh. to find him now. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Literally at the end, Erlen was like, who all did I tell? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but aside from that, um, yeah, I'm not really doing much this week. My kids are on spring break, so that's uh, all yeah. of my free time. Yeah. Um, other than sitting around and, and hoping that computer parts come in stock, because I've started the quest again to build a new computer. Oh, God. So, uh, and uh, bizarrely, the thing that's holding me up now is fans. Oh, oh, but they're so important. There's a specific fan that I want to get. And it's nowhere. Yeah. Oh, stupid. Computer parts. Yeah. But other than that, uh, and me clicking refresh a bunch of times, I'll be waiting anxiously to come back here next month. Yeah. And meet our new friend. Oh. Yeah. Slash frenemy. Slash enemy. Marilyn doesn't meet people super good. I don't know if you've noticed. Yeah. It's going to go really bad. <laughs> what? Um... Hi, I'm Kimmy. I've been your lore master uh, for this game. And even though I knew what was coming, like it still like hit me... Like, it just, it hurt. It hurt a lot. Um, Jay, you've been amazing. And I, you just you just dove in with all the lore and 
pretty soon were telling me things. I was like, wow, that's amazing. <laughs> so great job. And you just, just embodied a hobbit, like heart, mind, and soul. It was, an, it was beautiful and fantastic. And uh, quite honestly, you've kind of been the heart of this fellowship. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a, an amazing adventure, but it will be a very different fellowship after, the, after you're gone. Um, yeah, sorry, I'm crying again. Uh, you can find me at Golden Lasso Girl on all social medias. I'm here on Monday nights. I'm here also every Friday night for our RPG advice show, uh, which is uh, a lot sillier. <laughs> <laughs> and we basically read emails sent in from fans around the world and answer questions, share their stories, give advice, start telling random stuff. If you want to feel like you're hanging out with your friends talking about gaming, like, Come watch it. You'll be home. It'll be great. Um, and uh, you can also find the games that I design at goldenlassogames.com. Um, one of them is the beautiful Decima deck that was dri- drawn by Samantha over here. Um, I also have a game called Virgins and Vixens, which is a super easy, like, rules-light game about breaking the tropes of women in mythology and fantasy and uh lures around the world and then i also right now i'm in beta for starscape pbta which is playtesting right now it's version three beta test which i will release as soon as i see if it's works and if how hard we can break it (laughs) as we play around the fire pit on saturday night so soon and again all that is at goldenlossogames.com uh, thank you again for joining us um, to find all the different campaigns on the Happy Jacks Network that have been happening for many, many, many years now. Like, long ago, in so like many. 2011, we started making actual plays, and then eventually we started streaming, too, so they're in podcast form, and... Now you can watch us in as our long as air lines It feels it. Like it feels Sometimes. it. Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes. I'm like, oh yeah, I remember that game. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. In I like, didn't have kids when we played that game. Right? <laughs> like, <laughs> or the one where I was super pregnant, I was trying to hide it with like the big name tags. Like oh. super wild. <laughs> uh, but uh yeah, we have uh, actual plays in like 25 plus different systems and you can find them all at happyjacks.org so thank you all so much and we will see you for this next monday except for jay who won't be here take us out Dave. goodbye this show is a product of the happy jacks rpg network visit happyjacks.org for more information and to find all our streams and podcasts